Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 66 Energy. of the... Oh. Ah. Wow, you just interrupted me. <laughs> I am trying to run a professional podcast here, <laughs> and you two are walking over me like a pair of overweight buffalo. <laughs> overweight buffalo. Overweight buffalo. Which I- is actually an insult used in this movie. It is. It is. It he is. calls him a buffalo. He does yep. call him a buffalo. Indeed. Um... My name's Sean. I'm the host of the podcast. I'm here with my wife, Devin. What's up? And on the phone this week, we have Cyrus. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, Uh, Cyrus, just so you know. Okay, you're wearing pants. Fine, fine, fine. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We almost got a glimpse of... We have Cyrus on my phone. We're FaceTiming, and he's walking around his place, and I saw his feet, and then I I started seeing more of his legs, and I was just like, hang on, Cyrus. I've never seen fear in your eyes like that. (laughs) You were petrified you were about to see Cyrus's pain. <laughs> I didn't want to cross that line in our friendship. No, she suggested I put on underpants, and I said, good idea. That's a, that's a wise decision. Um, due to a unforeseen, let's call it a COVID scare, um, we've had to have Cyrus on the phone this week. Um, it isn't Cyrus that has come into contact with someone with COVID. We can it, say it. I don't care. Shit. Okay, it's, it's Devin. It's my fault. Uh, Devin, yeah, my work. Unfortunately, in her work, came into contact with someone who has COVID. Uh, she has been tested. She is negative. That's right. And both me and Devin got our booster shots today. Yep, but just to be on the safe side. Uh, we should be back at Cyrus's next week because um, we're giving you two episodes in a row because we missed last week. Last week. So, um, we should be back with Cyrus then, um, but we're all clear. Everything's looking good. We just wanted to be sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Um, did I say this was episode 66 of the Food for Thought podcast? All right. Um, if you're not familiar with the podcast, we are a martial arts cinema podcast where I have Cyrus and Devin watch a martial arts movie in the hope that they will like them. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Um, we've got a lot to talk about, or I have up top. <laughs> okay. I mean, I've got a lot to talk about when it comes to the film. Right. Oh, we haven't even talked about the film. Uh, this week we're doing... Hard Target. Hard Target. 1993's yep. Hard Target. JCPD, baby. That's right. That's right. Yep. <laughs> um, has anyone watched anything uh, recent um, in the last three weeks? We haven't done this for three weeks. I feel like we have. I just oh, cannot recall with it. I've got a, <laughs> what I've got a lot watched. to talk about. We're watching Narcos, but that's the only thing that new oh. thing that popped into my head, which uh, I'm enjoying very much. Narcos wasn't actually in my list. Oh. Narcos is good. I like it. I feel like it can be a bit repetitive at times. Sure. Yeah, but I do like it. I do like it. Um, I watched the greatest TV show of the last few years easily. <laughs> nice. <laughs> not watch the netflix show midnight mass please watch it wait i thought you said the best was arcane no i'm coming to arcane oh okay um midnight mass is this this year like dune the film dune blew my socks off i think it's honestly the best film i've seen in a good five years midnight mass is the best tv show i've seen in five years it is phenomenal going blind i don't want to tell anyone what it's about um, it is a horror drama, kind of, yeah, a horror drama. Um, it's by Mike Flanagan, who is the director of Dr. Sleep and Hush and a few other things. But uh, Midnight Mass, phenomenal. And then, yes, Cyrus, have you heard of Arcane? I have. I honestly ask you, I want to ask you to watch it. I think you'll fucking love it. Is it animated? Oh, yeah, baby. Okay. 
It's Oh wait, wait. Is that the one with the like bank Rob Banks? No, that's Money Heist. Oh. Shit. Yeah. Um the it's it's a League of Legends TV show. Aha, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but you don't need to know anything about League of Legends because I know fuck all about League of Legends. I barely know what it is. Um, but the show, it's like nine episodes. Oh my god, it's so good. It feels very Game Game of Thronesy. It's like a deep character, character. What am I trying to say? Character fueled. That's what I'm trying to say. Character fueled show. The action sequences when they do pop up are some of the best I've seen this year. It's so good, and uh, apparently it's got a season two. So I highly recommend that for anyone. Um. If any, if anyone uh, didn't know, Cowboy Bebop has been cancelled. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> it got announced this week that Netflix have cancelled it, which is a shame because I loved the first season. I stand by that. It was really, really good. Mm. Yeah. Um, we're watching Hawkeye. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm finding, we mentioned that last time. I'm finding Hawkeye a bit mediocre. Yeah, me too. It's not doing much for me. Yeah. Um, I think the... Um, the, the relationship between him and her is quite good and quite enjoyable. And I love a bit of Florence Pugh as a Black Widow or new Black Widow. But it's it's not doing a lot for me. Yeah, I kind of... Uh, I feel like, yeah, with between the shows that they've already released, you know, those are tough acts to follow. Yeah. WandaVision was great. Really enjoyed Loki. Um, yeah, even the Falcon even and Winter Fal- Soldier was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. so... But it's it's fine. Um, a few other things we watched. Uh, Devin and I watched the remake of Candyman. Oh, yeah. Not, sorry, the sequel. Not even the remake. Um, the sequel of Candyman. Very good. Uh, in my top five films of the year. Very, very good. Very good. And Is actually, it uh, free? No, I rented it. I should have told you, actually, but I didn't think it would be a film you watch because you're a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bitch, but... It's not scary. It's not Dude. scary. I, I heard of Candyman when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and then I saw just a couple of clips as an adult maybe a year ago. Yeah. No, it was on TV, and a little pee-pee came out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that original film, when I was young and watched it, that film fucked me up. It's it's pretty freaky. Yeah, we the actually sequel. talked about it. The one scene where she's looking at herself in the mirror in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's not okay. You can't do that. No, no. The, the original is... This one's less scary, but it's it's very, very well made. Good. It's beautifully shot. It's just a very, very good film. Um, and the way it ties to the first film is uh, very good. The third film, Candyman 3, has... Are you familiar with Donna Derrico, who used to be in Baywatch? Yes. <laughs> yeah, she's in that no, one. No, but, but that's a fake name. Yeah, well, I think so. It's yeah. Donna Derrico. Derrico, is it? I think. Um, yeah, she's Donna in the third one. Nuts. <laughs> yeah not good um then lastly uh got two other things they've just announced shang chi 2 sweet no shit yeah exactly no one didn't expect that um the director of the first film has said he will come back to write and direct it and i saw an article today i don't quote me on this because i don't know how much truth is behind this article because i didn't really read a lot of it but apparently the director i think it's destined daniel Cretton. He wants Jackie Chan for Shang-Chi 2. Um, but I don't know how much truth is in that article. He may mm. have just said it in passing because, hey, who wouldn't want Jackie Chan for that? You know what I mean? Right. 
Um, and then unfortunately, uh, me and Devin watched what I consider the worst oh, film yeah. of 2021. I, blo- I blocked it Venom? out. It is Venom. I blocked it out. Yeah, Venom 2. Uh, what a pile of shit that film is. It is straight <laughs> hot garbage. Yeah. It is not good. It's fucking enjoyable aspects of it. I don't mind the first one. Yeah. This one, just from the get go. <laughs> from no the get go. From, yeah. Yeah. There are a few one liners from Venom that are actually quite. Yeah. I, 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 I did chuckle at some of the shit that he was saying. Yes. Uh, it was genuinely fun. Yeah. Everything else about it. Yeah. Um, it's just no good. Uh, we just got an error. I hope that continued recording. It's still recording. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, it's just... Oh, just from the beginning, it was just chaotic, and and there was no build-up to or backstory. It just started going. Yeah. And then, yeah, and Woody Harrelson, someone who I actually like. Yeah. I like Woody Harrelson as an actor. I like him in a number of things. Hated him in this. He's, he's Did not so care bad. for him. He's so fucking bad. And then it? Naomi Harris. Love Naomi Harris. She was unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. It's a terrible film. Cyrus, you'd hate. I'm a sucker for just making the characters look like the characters. Yeah. And that just looks like red, red-ish Venom. Yeah, I mean, uh, he he was uh, Carnage. I mean, yeah, they, Carnage. They, yeah, I didn't mind he Carnage. Looked like Carnage. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure, uh, but. Carnage in the comics is, or in the like darker comics, he's a lot more violent. Like he uses a lot more bladed weapons, I believe, and to fuck people up. He's like he's like a smaller guy with knives. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, like a crazy little guy with knives. Still recording. Yeah, sorry, we're having some technical so, issues over but here, what but I it guess, looks like it's still going. I guess it would be so much probably more enjoyable if it wasn't so. It was campy. This movie yeah. was campy, and I don't think it should be campy. No. Not in the slightest. No, it was, um, yeah, very, a, a huge nightmare to yeah. sit through. And I but the only reason I, I, I mean, because the the character of Venom and, like, what he can do, that's the bit of it that I enjoyed, and that's why I wanted to see it. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah all of it was just not good. No bueno. No bueno. Um, did anyone hear about, uh, you, you've got your ear to the ground when it comes to UFC a little bit, Cyrus. Um, did you see Amanda Nunes fight, I forgot her name, last week? No, but I saw something on YouTube where a lady I never saw before was like the greatest of all time. Oh. So maybe that's her? I don't know. I don't know. Amanda Nunes is like, and, um, she fought uh, a woman last week. I don't know who, I, I'm... I really don't know about UFC that much. I, I don't have my ear to the ground, but she fought a woman and everyone thought Amanda Nunes was going to win. Get this. She lost, right? Mm-hmm. Someone bet $318,000 on her to win. Yikes. And, uh, and they lost. That person. Now they're like the Sultan of Brunei. <laughs> no, they lost. Oh. They bet on Nunes. Oh, I thought you meant she bet on the other one. No, no. Bet on Nunes and lost twenty grand. Yeesh. Yowzers. That's a lot of money. A lot of fucking money. Yeah. No good. No good. Um, Anyone got anything else to talk about? Um, I don't think I do. I really, I don't have any stories or anything like that. No. Um, I'm wearing underpants these days. (laughs) That's good. Are you wearing underpants most days or is it just today as a treat for us? I have clean sheets. That's Uh, what I was, that's actually my question. Have you done some laundry? Yes and no. Okay. Um, so I hate doing laundry in my building because 
I hate germs, and it takes Every, like two and a half hours. Everyone does. Uh, no one likes apartment building laundry. Well, see, I had no idea that you were like uh, the two of us, and we're a bunch of sad sacks. I didn't know that you didn't have a washer and dryer in your unit. Oh, no way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're not that fancy. So, yeah. What I started to do is I just bring uh, like a bag of laundry to my parents' place. Of course. Oh, yeah. So simple. No germs. <laughs> nice and easy. Yeah. And what else? What else? I'm getting better with germs. A lot better. That's good. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Okay, that's good. I'm happy to hear that, Cyrus. Yeah, me too. Um, what else? Last thing. Uh, my mom's been visiting my sister uh, a lot lately. Because, and the baby. Uh, and the baby. My sister has a baby. <laughs> a cute little baby. One month year old baby. How is your niece? She's doing good. She said, what's up? How's the fam? I was like, everybody's cool. How can you speak? Are you um, like comfortable holding her and everything now? Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> I no? just got the, the T-dap. I just got the shot that right. like let you pick them up. Okay. I'm not picking that motherfucker up. <laughs> you just look at her and just talk to her. Yeah. Um, gotcha. What else? But, yo, so uh, what I was getting at is I've been spending a lot of time with my dad because he's home alone. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we've been bonding. It's been fucking great. Oh, nice. that's awesome. Um, I'm going to just butt in two seconds. Uh, guys, bear with me. And we're going to just adjust, just address some technical issues. Yeah, I noticed that. Um, so give me two seconds and we will be back very, very shortly. Um, there'll be a small gap here. Bear with me. Hello, everyone, and we are back. I do apologize for the... Uh, <laughs> why are you laughing? Because like it sounded like the beginning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't mean to actually make it sound like the beginning, but it's the first thing that... Hello, hello everyone, <laughs> and I need to take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> hello, everyone, is the first thing that pops into my head. Um, we had some memory card issues a second ago. Uh, do apologize for that. Hopefully, we will be okay going forward. Are we recording, at least? Yes, we are. Okay, <laughs> so let's go ahead and jump into the film. Let's start talking about... Hard Target. Hard Target. So, it's directed by Mr. John Woo. It's starring Jean-Claude Van Damme, Lance Herrickson, who I have written down as Lane Herrickson for some reason, <laughs> the legendary Wilford Brimley, Arnold, is it Vastu? Vaslu. Vaslu. Sorry. Yeah. Arnold Vaslu and Yancey Butler. I mm-hmm. should have really named Yancey Butler uh, sooner because she's like the co-star. Mm-hmm. The budget for this film was $19.5 million. Its box office was $74.2 million, made loads of money, and the domestic... Uh, box office was 32 million so it made most of its money in the u.s mm-hmm. um for the year it came out it made more money than super mario brothers huh. shocker um coneheads do you remember coneheads i sure do that film fucking sucks a, a bronx tale never saw it uh true romance okay and army of darkness so um it made 74 million and then the highest domestic box office for 1993 was 339 million what was that guess the film go on 1993 1993 big movie is it a schwarzenegger movie it's not titanic it's not titanic no titanic Titanic was was like 99 or something or 98 one of the i would say one of the biggest movies ever made not budget wise or not like uh maybe not the amount of money it's made but one of the most landmark movies of all time what was it? With a very famous theme tune. What was it? Jurassic Park. Holy shit, was Jurassic Park 93? 93, baby. I thought it was like 94 or 95. 
Yeah, and just to compare, uh, Jurassic Park made three hundred thirty million at the number one spot. The number two spot only made a hundred and seventy-six million, and that was uh, the Fugitive. Interesting. Yeah, there you go. Jurassic Park, fucking killing it. Um, Hard Target was the first time an Asian director ever helmed a Hollywood studio film. Um, which was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, my last, well, not my last tidbit, but the one I'm going to uh, uh, talk about for now is uh, the film was meant to star mm-hmm. Mr. Kurt Russell. I read that. Yeah. Um, Kurt Russell was meant to be in the film, but uh, there was going to be a two-year delay if he starred in it because he was booked up for two years. I couldn't see Kurt Russell in this. I kind of can. Can you? <laughs> I, can. I can. Yeah. Can you? Okay. I can see Kurt you know Russell. What? I was thinking they didn't take advantage of uh, JCVD, uh, his kicks and his yoked upness. Yes, yes. Uh, this film, I'll just put it out there. This film is not a martial arts film. So can I? So you and like take what you said, Cyrus, taking advantage of his yokedness. I actually looked up some. Go facts. on, you shouldn't be looking up the facts. I'm what? the fact person. <laughs> I'm really I, angry right why now. Why can't I do any research? I'm the fact person. Well, why didn't you mention it then? Because I just said it was the last of the tidbits I was going to mention for now. I've got it. Okay, do you? Oh, go do on. You, well, since Cyrus brought it up, so why don't you go ahead and go say on? It? I Am want, I allowed? Yes, go ahead. As it, are you going to be okay? Uh, probably not, but go ahead. <laughs> You've annoyed me a lot today. I know. I have. Yeah. I know I have. You've got I've pushed on my off a lot today. Yeah. For some, I don't, for some reason. She's been a fucking nightmare all day. <laughs> go on. Um, so I read that JCVD, he uh, wanted a lot of shots on him and his muscles and to show off his, you know, his physique. And so there was a lot of extra footage. And then when it... Uh, and that John Woo, he like cut majority of all of it. Yeah, uh, Van Damme requested that the camera be pointing oh, yeah. at his muscles at, right. all, at times. all times, right, right, and right. then John Woo just discarded all that footage, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Um, although we do get a, a, a few uh, of uh, Van Damme's physique, we get a few shots of that. Not a lot. No, later on in the film, it's, yeah, it's yeah. very brief. Um, so let's talk about what we actually thought of the film. Um, Cyrus, I want to know what you thought of the film. Yeah, you go first. I thought it was dope. Nice. Nice. Uh, I think it started, like a lot of these movies, it started strong and then I got a little tired, but overall, <laughs> it was good. Okay. Um, th- I-, I think that's interesting that you said that because I want to kind of piggyback on that a little bit. Devin, what do you think of the film? Yeah, it was fun. I think I might have liked it slightly less than the first go around, but okay. I still 100% enjoy it. I think it's a, a fun shoot em up movie though i did discover something in this that um about myself but i'll mention that later to that okay i'll mention that later i will say i like this film i like it a lot in fact the first time i watched it recently not the first time but i watched it recently with devon like what last year at some point at some point and uh i didn't love it all that much watching it this time i actually appreciated it a lot more however this film is poorly paced baby mm-hmm. it takes a while to get going mm-hmm. um and there's a it starts off with like an action set piece and then obviously it goes crazy at the end in the middle it, it sags a little bit i think um i would like if there was one extra action scene in there i think somewhere yeah but um i think the action scenes that are in there i mean it's john Woo and john Woo's yeah it's fucking crazy john woo yeah all over the place Did you know, john woo turned down golden eye to do this movie 
Imagine a John Woo Bond film. That's insanity. What? Yeah, he turned down Goldeneye. He actually also turned down Face Off to do this movie. But yeah, of course, he put it off. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, is is he a retard? <laughs> he's a Wu tard. That's insane. I mean, just the money alone. I I don't understand it either. Um, keep in mind though, this was John Woo's first American movie. No, is it his first American movie? Yes, it I must think, be. Yeah. And um, he apparently didn't speak very good English on set, mm-hmm. and uh, they had to hire Sam Raimi to oversee the production because of John Woo's lack of uh, lack of English skills, and. Um, Sam Raimi has uh, gone on record saying, I just let him do whatever he wants. I, I, I didn't even need to be on there, on the set. I just let him do whatever he wanted, uh, which is Yo. interesting because Ted Raimi is in this film. Is he? I have mm-hmm. a, uh, a note. Go on. So Sam Raimi, that's the director of Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. So his brother is in this movie. Yeah. Right? Was yeah. that the guy with the glasses? Yep. Went, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't have any change, man. Right. Yeah, that's exactly what he says. Yeah. yeah. Um, the film was originally NC-17, and John Woo had to submit it to the MPAA seven times before it got released uncut, um, which is pretty amazing because uh, the amount of versions of this film that exist, there's a 128-minute version, there's a 116-minute version, a 99-minute version, uh, which is the R-rated cut. We watched the 116-minute version. And get this, in Germany, there's a 75-minute version that cuts <laughs> out like all the major violence. Um, anyway, that's all, all the facts I have. So let's go ahead and jump into the film. Uh, I want to start it with uh, the, the first thing that occurred regarding this movie. Mm-hmm. And that is Devon went online and she was looking up Jean-Claude Van Damme oh, yeah. on uh, Wikipedia. No, 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 no. Oh, no. sorry. I was looking up Hard Target because I was going to make a post, you know, that we were about to, you know, this was the film that we were doing. So I put in Hard Target yes. for Google. And of course, you know, yeah. Google does its usual thing. And the first thing that comes up is Wikipedia. So what did you think? So, you know, instantly it has... <sighs> This was my own own moment of stupidity. So, of course, the first thing that pops up is, you know, a a small little paragraph from Wikipedia on, you know, my Google results. And it has uh, his character's name, Chance Boudreaux, and then in parentheses, it said Jean-Claude Van Damme. And for a hot second... So what did you ask me? For a hot second, I was just like, is Jean-Claude Van Damme not his real name? Thinking thinking that I I put in Jean-Claude Van Damme into into google his and real that, name is Chan right <laughs> yep. right and for, then for, for a hot two second, seconds for a hot Devin second thought. i was just like it's jean-claude van damme is like a stage name and then i was like oh yeah no this is this is this is hard target um, he is from louisiana he is creole <laughs> i would i would love jean-claude van's van damme's name real name to be chance boudreau yeah i mean or yeah. boudreau sorry <laughs> Imagine him going into the casting office. They're like, uh, hey, what's your name, sir? He's like, Chance Boudreau. They're like, that's a great name. Yeah. yeah. Jean-Claude wanna... Van Damme and Chance Boudreau are all great names. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I was thinking of changing it to Jean-Claude Van Damme. They're like, no, 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 no. No, <laughs> no Mr. Boudreau. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, so it starts off with, let's just say, let's arrows. just be honest. <laughs> it starts off with arrows, yes. It starts off with a homeless guy being hunted by Lance Harrison and his squad, right? Mm-hmm. Um, firstly, first thing I noted: if you've ever been, like, we haven't been to New Orleans or New Orleans much. We've Nolans. been once. Nolans. Been to Nolans once. We've Nolans. been to Nolans. <laughs> But I can tell you, 
That city does not sleep. No. Yep. The fact that the streets at the beginning of this film are empty, that is not Absurd. true. <laughs> that is not true. Absurd. Yeah. It's- you know what happened? I think John Woo actually got a machine gun and killed everybody in the streets. <laughs> just pushed them off into a pile just to be able to shoot in that street. Honestly, yeah. that's... Yeah, not not a chance. There, yeah. would, there would be people in that street. Although later on, there are people in the street and they just don't give a fuck. Right? That scene was just like, really, people? We'll get to that. Um, so they uh, they chase this poor guy and they're, they're trying to shoot him and they're trying to kill him. And there's a, there's a decent, decent, decent action sequence at the beginning. Um, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, but they literally fire a rocket launcher and if you lived anywhere near that place, you would immediately phone the fucking U.S. Army to come and help. Right? That's my thing. Like, for all, like, the <laughs> all like the noise and the gunshots and everything, and I'm just like, why aren't we seeing more police there? And is it because the police are on strike? So does that mean that there's no, cop, there's no cops working at all? Oh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. Um, I had an idiot moment um, that came after yours, Devin. Mm-hmm. Um twice i thought this when the homeless gentleman was running away from the bad guys twice i thought is that mick foley <laughs> um, hey i'm with you <laughs> for those but of you also yeah the first arrow that was fired i was like is that robin williams <laughs> from goodwill hunting <laughs> or from jumanji Oh, yes, yes uh, if any of you aren't familiar with mick foley he's the wrestler known as mankind um, and I honestly thought it was him in the beginning. Uh, um, turns out it is not. It is not him. So after the, the homeless guy gets killed, why does the guy put his boot on his face? Is it to close his eyes? You yeah, know, I... Disrespectfully closing his eyes. Okay. Yeah, okay. I thought that too. I was just like, well, that's just mean and unnecessary. sorry that was uh no that was i was putting the microphone to we have a dog over here we're dog sitting and he he made a few snorts down the microphone um so in the in the next scene basically um the the homeless guy sorry i can't remember his name but the homeless guy's daughter rolls into town binder yes mr binder and um bender yes is it bender or it's binder right i thought it was bender yeah i was trying to make a uk joke oh Oh, like, I think I think Ben is a bit offensive these days, Cyrus. I don't think you can, yes. I don't think. Oh, you, I mean, I mean, like, oh, if I recall from Inbetweeners, yes. Yeah, it d- seems it seems offensive. I don't know if you can still call people that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I didn't know that was offensive. I apologize. Uh, well, it's the equivalent of calling someone gay. It's saying, "Oh, that's or oh, you're gay." Call, Bender means gay. Oh, okay, well, he's a huge queer. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> not, no, that's fine. That's fine. Um, so Binder's daughter rolls into town, and basically she's like, "Where's my dad? I'm looking for my dad," and she can't find him. And um, she yeah, rolls. Interruptions. Interruptions. Yeah. What's up? What I don't understand is uh, her mother and her father divorced when she was seven, right? Correct. Yes. And then twenty years later. After all these, this mail back and forth, she stops receiving mail and she goes, "Hey, I should see my dad." Yeah. So no, the she impression her dad in twenty years. The impression that I got was that their like letters was a recent thing, like they were out of touch for the majority of that time, that and is then true. recently they reconnected. Because when you see the letters, there's only about ten of them. Yeah, I, I, it seems like that's a more recent thing. No, no, those are the letters that weren't sent. 
Oh yeah, that went. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's an interesting. No, the le- the stack of letters when they went through his suitcase, they were from her. So they were her letters oh, that she shit. sent to him. They were from her. Yeah, yeah, because oh, they yeah, had cause her. They had... Her name is the sender. Yeah, and they had like oh, Daniel oh. Binder. Um, you should be a detective, man. <laughs> well, when she when she goes to the um the homeless shelter, it's it's kind of a shelter, right? Or or. Where oh, does that, she go? That place where they were feeding them. Uh, what are they call soup kitchen. Yeah, this, yeah okay. it's like a soup kitchen. They yeah, go to yeah. a soup kitchen. I have never in my life heard someone refer to homeless people as out of doors. Oh yeah, they he were. Says, you know these people. They're out of doors. I've oh, never heard yeah. that uh, from. Um, I was about to call him Rufus Roper. Yeah, the black guy. Out of doors. That's right. You um, know what I have heard? I've heard of houseless. Oh, I haven't, really? heard, I haven't heard houseless. Because, like, you can have a home, but yeah. you might not have a house. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, do you know, do you, you know what the term is in the UK for homeless people? Do you know what that is? No, what? We call them tramps. Good oh, you still call them tramps? I don't know if we still do. I haven't been living in the UK for years now. But we used to call them tramps. Tramps sounds really bad. <laughs> it does. If, kind if, of anyone, if anyone from the UK can confirm whether they're still called tramps, please let me know. Um, but then here you call them bums. No, I call them homeless no people. I call them homeless people. Yeah, but some people call them bums. Oh, I haven't heard that in a while, though. It's 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 rude. Yeah, it is rude. I, I, and I simply call them you know homeless people. You know what I call people. them? The, the politically correct word is fucking street rats. <laughs> you know what I call What's them? What's another one? Vagrants? I call them, I call them hobos. That's right. <laughs> or uh, the vagrant, <laughs> another one? Vagrant. Vagrant sounds like something from like 1800s. <laughs> Vagabonds. A vagabond. <laughs> there were vagrants as far as the eye could see. Yeah. What's the What's the one, the carpet? What's a carpet bagger? A carpet bagger? Is a carpet yeah, bagger like or a carpet banger? I think that's a phrase for a lesbian. No. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. I thought it was carpet banger. banger. Like, someone came from the north and then to the south or vice versa. Who cares? Let's go on. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but there was a show that used to be called The Littlest Hobo. Wasn't that a dog? <laughs> I don't know what show you're referring to. <laughs> There's a voice. <laughs> you don't know that? No. Oh. What's the story, Wishbone? What? I don't know. <laughs> that anyway. did sound, it sounded a little like Wishbone, didn't it? Wishbone was bomb. You're a Wishbone. Wishbone is fucking bomb. I don't bomb. know what Wishbone is. It's a great kid show with this little dog. Uh, oh. I think it was like, what, a Jack Russell Terrier? And his name was Wishbone. And he like told stories or solved crimes or something like that. Oh, yeah. I, I thought he might he have granted like, wishes. He was like Sherlock Holmes one time. Yeah, it was great. Hmm. Okay. Um, so let's get on to the, the elephant in the room. Uh, the main... The main point of this film, the main crux of this film, and that is Van Damme's mullet. Oh, that those beautiful, beautiful sweet locks. Do you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna die on this hill. It's not a bad mullet. It's, it doesn't look that bad. No, it doesn't. He's got a bit of length on top, so it kind of blends into the back. Mm-hmm. At, f- at first, I thought it wasn't a mullet. I'll be honest, it is. Sean, yeah. Sean John, yes, mm-hmm. Long Sean Silver, <laughs> yes, sir. I'm going to climb that mountain with you. Oh, thank you, sir. And someone's going to shoot at you, and I'm going to dive in front of that bullet. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You were a fan? Dude, I tried to find where his hair ended. Yes. Right? Yes. Yep. Yep. That's one Can't slide. tell. 
that's a water slide I'd go down. <laughs> it, it's strange because I don't know what that means. <laughs> he is um he is broke in this film. He does not have any money, and I bet you, I bet you, he's going to a stylist. I bet you a penny on the dollar. I don't know what penny on the dollar means. Is that right? Can I bet you a penny on a dollar? You're, sure. You're from the UK. You can say whatever you want. I bet you three shillings that, uh, <laughs> yeah, he goes to a stylist. Yep. Yeah, that is some... I bet you ten tuppence. <laughs> have you, have you, tuppence. tuppence. There's, there's also thruppence. Did you know that? No. Thruppence? As well? Thruppence. Yeah. Um, so his mullet is obviously a, a big factor in this film, and I, I don't think it's that bad. I think a lot of people here make fun of Van Damme saying, oh, oh, that mullet, that mullet, it's not bad. Do you know it what? It is luxurious, if, if, it is styled to perfection, at no point does any of that hair, like, is, nope, at any it's point, never it's place. never out of place. No, nope. It is perfection the entire film. I'm gonna go one step further. If I woke up tomorrow with that mullet, I would go out as normal, <laughs> and I wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> I, it's, it's nice, it's nice. Um, and so, it's got that like wrestler juice to it. Oh, it's got a lot of juice. There's yeah. a lot of juice in that. Oh mullet. yeah. Oh yeah. A lot of uh, it's very drippy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It looks like Roman Reigns. It's all yeah. all product. Keeping yeah. it in place. Um. Now, uh, the 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 woman Yancy Butler, um, Binder's daughter, uh, comes comes a looking, uh, for for her father, and then some some vile street thugs mm-hmm. try and steal her um purse though then, granted she was flashing like a shit ton of money she was she was you know? she was flashing like 50 bucks whoa <laughs> there no there was like some there was a few hundred dollar bills there you go oh, yeah i just saw some tens oh no so what Devin, you're, you're a goddamn criminal what, what Devin's saying is if you flash money you ask for it yeah. well it's just well first of all no but <laughs> that's not smart also uh, is they were trying to rape her afterwards, right? Yes. Because he said, "Let me get a little bit extra," yeah. and I assume he meant yes, uh, rapage. Correct. Um, and he had one. He had one uh, Buddha palm right on one of those butt cheeks. Uh, he was. He was given a quick rope. Well, uh, JCVD. He does not, not stand. Not having it. Does not stand for such things. No. And um, he comes along, and we get our first proper fight scene. No guns. Nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Just some some kick action. I, I can say uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme's uh, biggest weapon in this film is definitely slow motion. <laughs> there is yeah. there is a lot of slow motion going I on. I mean, it's John Woo. Uh, yeah, but the, in this film, it's even more egregious. There are... Uh, uh, there's two moments in that fight scene itself where we just get slow motion shots of Van Damme just, walking. Yeah. Just, just walking standing away. there. Yeah. Just looking, just looking smoldering. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is... Uh, it's pretty great. Don't get me wrong. Actually, the fight scene is fantastic because uh, I almost called him Jean Wu, <laughs> Jean Claude Wu. Um, he really knows how to shoot Van Damme, um, like in a fight scene. He really knows how to show off his kicks, and everything looks brutal. Even though it's slow motion, it looks heavy. It looks powerful. I, I, I was, I was a big fan. Yeah, it's a nice arm snap, um, a la a la Steven Seagal. Um, yeah, the whole the whole first fight scene is, um, yeah, really, really good. I, I really enjoyed it. Absolutely. Um, so, she, uh, he gives her her purse back, and then she drives off, and then she goes off to the police station, where um, the most useless cop in the world Yeah, I was is. not a fan of her in no. the beginning of this. She, as a detective, asks her to come back later. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think police are meant to do that. First of all, first of all, apparently it's her birthday, 
sad oh. sack all by herself she you've seems said, to be you've said sad sack twice in this episode did i yeah that's a very unusual insult oh sad sack i don't know where did but that yeah. come from she's seen i don't know there's a show in the uk from years ago do you get it here called raggy dolls no oh there was a character in that called sad sack please hit me up in the dms if you remember raggy dolls but she seems to be the only uh police detective on duty she's in yeah this place by herself with her sad little birthday cake and candle about to blow out her own birthday hazard. candle and then yeah she puts it in <laughs> when yancy butler shows up she puts it in the desk drawer still candle lit and, and the drawers full it. of papers yeah as well yeah so, and then, yeah. Hazard. So basically, Yancey Butler's like, hey, I want to file a missing report, person's report. He's my dad. So she starts asking her questions. And then when it gets to the part where where she lives, and, you know, Yancey Butler reveals that I think she's homeless, basically. She's this like, you're shit out of luck. Yeah. This detective is like, well, what do you expect me to do? It's yeah. basically what she says. Can we take a brief second to um, talk about how dope the name Yancey is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a cool name. I've never met a Yancey. Yeah. But this police detective. I know about a Yancey. Chansey yeah. B- Boudreaux? <laughs> a Chansey... A Chansey is a Pokemon. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you've just... A grinding hole there, because I know nothing <laughs> about Me Pokemon. neither, sorry. Yeah. Just pretty much put a stop to everything. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they do... They show her blowing out her candle in slow motion, like it's super important. Like we care. Yeah, yeah. but it's but really here, not. But can I quote one of her... One of this detect her she Basically, do. she says... In order to report someone missing, they have to be missing from somewhere. <laughs> and I was just like, what is that? <laughs> no, they sell someone has to have an address to be important enough to, you know, want to look for. Yep. Yo, real quick. Yep. I actually wrote some stuff about this. Um, so she goes, happy birthday to me. And I wrote that as a trope. Because that, like, I've seen that in a lot of movies. Like, oh they, yeah, like, yeah. By themselves, blow yeah. the candle out by themselves. Yeah. And the other thing is, she goes, "Hi, I need to file a missing persons report." And she goes, "Hey, listen, I just worked double shift. Uh, Can you come back tomorrow? Do this tomorrow." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Terrible detective. Yeah. My dad is missing. You kidding? Yeah, she is. She is not the best police officer. Spoiler alert: <laughs> she dies. <laughs> um. So basically, long story short, uh, Yancey ends up at a place where Jean Claude Van Damme's trying to get work. Yeah, basically, the detective is like, "Look, you're probably better off wandering <laughs> these unfamiliar streets on your own, but yeah. you should find someone who knows New Orleans to help you." Basically, you go do my job. Yeah, you go find him. You, he's important to you. He's not important to me. And find someone to help you. And so, yeah, yeah she ends up going back and finding Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, she hires him for a hundred dollars a day. Mm-hmm. Um, nice little wage. And uh, he agrees to find her. And then the most ridiculous thing, he says, "What's your name?" She goes, "Nat." That blows his mind. Like he's never heard the name Nats before. Yeah. You are uh, named after a bug? Yeah. And she's or, yeah, or an insect or a bug or something. Yeah. And uh, she says, Why did your name why is you, why did your mum name you Chance? And uh, he says, Because she took one. As in took, Is that what he said? Yeah, took a chance with, with his probably, dad. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Chance on me. Yeah. Um I wish I could remember the rest of that so I could have finished that for you. Take a chance on something? Take a chance, take a chance, take a, take a chance, dance, take a chance, take a chance. If I know. That was the Abba song, right? Yeah, I knew it was the Abba song. I just couldn't remember the rest of I it. I don't know the words either, sadly. Oh, that would have been cool if we did. Abba, if you're listening, DM me. Um, 
There's a lot of um, a lot of twanging guitar when Jean Claude Van Damme turns up. Oh yeah, a lot of yeah. Um, he lights a match at one point um, for someone to light their cigar, and it's just oh. bow, wow, wow. It's like very porno music. I thought it was like kind of like a, a, a westerny type thing. Western, you're, you're you're more right. You're, yeah, you're more right. You're, yeah. <laughs> You definitely, yeah, you nailed it better than I do. It's it's not porno. It's definitely westerny. Mm-hmm. And we're introduced, or we get more of a glimpse of the bad guys next. Tell you what, that dude from the Mummy, right? He's, that's he's a menacing guy. <laughs> I couldn't remember what his Mario. character's name was, so I just kept referring to him as the Mummy. <laughs> Amun Ra, dude. Yes, Emotep. Emotep. He's also Straight in. Up? Yeah, that guy is fucking dope. Always a bad guy. Yeah, he's um. I think he's in Cliffhanger as well. I think he's a bad or a bad guy in Cliffhanger. I think. Uh, he also has his South African accent in this. He is South African. He is South African. He right? is South African. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. He's he's great in this film because it, it seems like he um at times it seems like he's just about to go off the rails. Yep. And uh, break away from old Lance Henriksen. Never happens, but um, it's still pretty great. Why does what upsets me about this film is um, Van Damme keeps referring to her father as your daddy. daddy. Yeah, I don't like that either. <laughs> I assumed it was. Isn't it like more of a like a French like New Orleansy thing? Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Either way, don't like it. Um, so just to fast forward a bit, basically there's a guy that hires homeless people to give out flowers for sex. F- flyers. You said flowers. Did I say flowers? You said flowers. Hey, flyers. Sean. Yeah. Hey, Sean. What's up? You said flowers, man. Seems like I did. I, I swore I said flyers. Okay, flowers. You want to change your job? You, you just did it again. I did just do it again. <laughs> so anyway. You want to hand out flyer? flowers? <laughs> My ideal job is a florist, so I'm struggling. Hey, what's your favorite flower? Man? Um, do you know what? That is a damn good question, and I have a bit of a cliched answer. I am a fan of sunflowers. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, they're bright and colorful and yeah. cheery. Yeah, I just I just like sunflowers. But I'm also not a flower guy. Yeah, me neither. Like I'm not really into flowers. For a while, for a bit I had a thing for purple tulips. Mm. What's the dragon dragon ones? Orchids? Dragon fruit? Dragon. <laughs> Are you talking about orchids? Sorry. I don't know what I meant by that. The dragon fruit. I just <laughs> named fruit. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Dragon fly? Wait, no. Something dragonflower with, like, a little... Fi- fuck it, who cares? <laughs> Sorry, she just made up a flower. It's a dragonflower. That's all you need. Um, so this guy who hires homeless people to give out flyers for go. phone sex, um, he, uh, he basically sets these homeless people up to be hunted by Lance Henriksen Hang- and mm-hmm. his crew. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a brilliant moment where the mummy goes and visits the fat person and he's snoring he's asleep and he wakes him up with the Ow! phrase wakey wakey fat fuck yeah <laughs> which is uh real nice. and then like chops Karate him in the chop. tongue yeah yes yes and yeah cuts his ear off or mm-hmm. cuts his ear lobe off and what i what i so in the end of this you know they're like you know you fucked up you gave us someone who has a family and now this dude's daughter is here looking for him yep. and stuff and he was like you better not screw up next time you know next time we you know we choose someone you know you that's who you better send to us yeah and in the end like lance erickson punches him and as he's leaving he puts his hand in a fishbowl to like wash the blood off his knuckles. Yeah. And I was just like, ew, that's fishy poop water. Yeah, it is pretty gross water. Actually, mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. 
I just was like, I thought Min. poor fish, but you're thinking the other way around that yeah. you maybe got He's some uh, gross get some stuff. sort of infection. Yeah, <laughs> that's not good. Um, they also, also hunts men for a living, so maybe fishy poop water is. Yeah, maybe he deserves it. That's true. That's true. Uh, by the way, Lance Henriksen in this film, he's having the time of his fucking life. Oh, he is hamming it up, Gangsta. chewing the scenery. Gangster, fantastic villain. Yo, wow, he's amazing. He's, oh, both of them. He's, yeah, both. Yeah, that's right. Him and Emotep. Yeah, the mummy and uh, uh, Lance Eric uh, Fushan. I think it's his name. Fushan. Fushan. Foshan, however you say, I don't know how you say it. I oh. wrote down how they spelled it. How how do they spell it? F O U C H O N. Oh, Fushan, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, okay, all right. Um, yeah, he's he's having the time of his life. He's doing everything big. Everything he does is big and over the top. Mm-hmm. And spe- towards the end, he basically turns into a demon. He <laughs> <laughs> gets nuts towards the end. Um, two guys are hired to go. Uh, Van Damme basically does a bit of detective work, and he finds out that the, um, the Binder was murdered. And while he's at this site, uh, the, the crime scene, uh, looking for, for Binder's dog tags, uh, two guys turn up. <laughs> Do you remember what the, one of the guys said? No. Okay. Put your tits up north. He says, really? yes. Get the hell out of here. He says, take that girlfriend of yours. T- sorry, tell that girlfriend of yours to point her titties north and step on the gas. <laughs> I didn't. I did not get the titties. I, part. I tell you what, whoever wrote this film, they are putting some fucking humdingers because <laughs> there's some great ones in this. Um, yeah, point your titties north. Point her titties north. My good one. Um, so yeah, we're fast forwarding a little bit, but uh, um, basically they end up hunting uh, Van Damme's friend, right? The black guy that we talked about yeah, at the beginning. So, so yeah, so so. Uh, uh, Lance Erickson, they end up picking uh, an acquaintance of JCVD, uh, this black dude named Roper. And they approach him and be like, hey, you're going to get all this money. You just got to get 10 miles, run 10 miles to the river. And so off they go. And, and the- this poor black man. <laughs> this poor black man. <laughs> this poor black man. He gets like chased. I have to say. Shot up. He ends up with looks to be like the French Quarter. Before with, we get there though, oh, okay. the rules that they give him, right? These guys are on motorbikes and in cars and they say you have a five, five minute, minute head start, head start and he's it. on foot. Yeah. Well, I agree that that was also unfair. They yeah. shouldn't have these motorcycle guys chasing him. That's very Yeah, unfair. they're called the dogs, right? Yeah. Do you under- have you ever ran or walked six ten miles in your life uh me and devon walked five we miles five, a little while was... ago and i almost had a seizure yeah yeah that was, that was hard enough do you know how insane 10 miles is mm-hmm. yeah it's crazy and he has to run it on foot with cars chasing him yeah but and, yes uh, people on motorcycles kicking him yes right, he ends yeah. up in the french quarter right and uh right he's shut up and yeah he ends up in the graveyard and he you know he manages to get so basically there's this rich dude who paid for this experience he's paid to hunt this guy and uh lance erickson has his henchmen kind of helping out yes and finally you know the french uh the the rich guy he gets them he corners them you know he you know gets one shot in and he's you know so roper is on the ground and bleeding and lance erickson is like finish him and then this dude this rich dude is just like you know i've shot him already you know isn't that enough and you know lance erickson is just encouraging him. He's like this is what you paid for you paid for this experience you paid to hunt this dude and yep. kill him and but roper manages to get his this machine gun from the rich guy blasts him full of bullets kills the shit kills out of the shit oh, out of this kill him. Ri- yeah 
kills the shit out of this he rich kill dude. Him. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Him. That's right. Or shoots the shit out of him. You know what I say to that moment? Yeah. I say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I was mean, a good one. Yeah. But in the end, uh, poor Roper, he is like got a couple bullets in him. He ends up in the French corner quarter with, you know, a bunch of people milling about, having a good time, and he's begging people for help. And they all just, you keep, know, are basically keep in mind. like, fuck off, you know, you homeless guy. One, Why don't you get a job? One guy yeah, yeah get a job, job while this man is bleeding. Keep in mind, it's about midnight. Yeah, this yeah. guy has been it's he has a visible bullet wound he's yeah, been he's shot bleeding he's bleeding and this guy's like hey get a job yeah so of course no one you know pays attention to him everyone's treating him like shit including and, ted raimi yeah including ted raimi and you know the bad guys catch up to him and this poor poor sad man when he realizes these people you know don't give a shit about him they just see him as you know, a homeless vagrant. So he just stands there and he's just like, bring it on. And they shoot the shit out of him. And kill probably two people stood next to him right. as well. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's my thing. I was like, you you guys have like some brass balls. So the mummy just doesn't care about all these. Because he goes up to Roper to take. Oh, so Roper, they gave him like a money belt with his, with the money that he would with win. 10 grand. If he makes it to the yeah. river. And he just walks up to him after shooting, after shooting him, you know, in front of all these witnesses more than likely killing bystanders just walks up plain as they no mask or anything cuts the belt off looks around and fucks off yeah and i'm like really also he does it like three times in this film but lance henrickson slicks his hair back in a very sexual manner <laughs> do you remember that oh they like, like they seem like exasperated like run hands hands oh hair. i saw it as like a oh we've killed him i'm 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 erect kind of <laughs> hair slicking interesting okay. yeah it seemed a He's bit doing like a like a silence of the lambs he's like yeah yeah oh. <laughs> i'd <fuck> me <laughs> yeah. um oh wait can we go back to the bit where where lance erickson where he's playing the piano very aggressively or no playing the piano yes, and Devin. staring at himself yes, in a mirror can. very very aggressively <laughs> i'm telling you it's it's sexual lance erickson's getting a lot from or lance erickson's character is getting a lot i found that to be very creepy he's playing the piano very very well but very aggressively and then the camera pans around and oh and he's staring off like very intently staring and when the camera pans around it's at him it's he's looking in a mirror he's staring at himself um may i have this dance yeah thank you very much um that was a weird way to say can i speak no i like it i enjoyed it very much i like that flair okay okay. nice uh two tropes thank you Devin, for uh talking about the first one you're very welcome good sir really good at piano yeah yeah i think i think that happens a lot yeah definitely um he doesn't show that he can play the piano but um uh fucking hell gary oldman's character in leon or the professional he loves classical oh yeah he has a thing for classical he does love the classical yeah oh even oh well that's not really classical but uh what is it uh, american psycho he's just like fascinated with the he loves Huey Lewis. Oh, yeah, Huey Lewis, Lewis in the news. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bad crazy guys in music. Uh, yeah. Other trope: bad guy, cool gun. No, oh, no, yeah. no! You are wrong, sir. <laughs> no, find it to be in cool. my notes. I have that time. Henriksen has the worst gun. Yeah, because he has. It Dude, only shoots one shot. It's and he has so to inefficient. It really is. It's, it, it's a single shot shotgun. It's so cool. It's so inefficient, though. If you're hunting someone, you have to reload it every fucking time you That's, shoot. Hey, that is his confidence. He is like, this gun is fucking baller, 
and i don't care if it only it's a single shot one that's how that's how baller i am and that's the weapon i'm gonna use that's how lance rolls that's how he rolls all right (laughs) um yeah i have something to talk about uh, about his gun a little later on um by the way after jean-claude van am's uh sorry after chance's friend is murdered uh he wouldn't be allowed to identify the body at the crime scene they take it to a morgue to do that he's just in the middle of a crime scene going oh my buddy he's dead that would never happen oh yeah he's yeah all up in that crime scene going to a crime scene that has one layer of tape and then finding uh the military badge yeah like like professional people can't find a fucking badge yeah none of that made sense it's almost as though like chances all of a sudden become a cop even though (laughs) he's quite obviously not um but we do get a big shootout after that yeah um so they go back to a fat guy who does the flyers for phone sex um he's trying to skip town so he's loading up his car and bad guys uh mr mummy Mm -hmm. uh comes and do you remember the film with hulk hogan in called mr nanny i recall that there was such a film i don't think i've ever seen it do you remember Suburban Commando with Hulk Hogan in? I want to say I saw that, but I don't remember anything about it. The Undertaker's it. in it as the bad guy as well. Is he? I don't yeah. remember him at yeah. all. Anyway, yeah. So Hulk Emo- Hogan had some bad films. Well, yeah. Emotep uh, shoots him in the face with a shotgun. And it's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. Blast. He absolutely destroys him with a shotgun. Yep. And then uh, GCVD Turns up. and team show up and there's a big old shootout. Do you know what? No one, no one on this planet for the entire times movie have, has existed, movies have existed, does a shootout like John Woo. He's so good. Here's my thing. What? And this is what I have discovered. I'm going to unplug your mic. <laughs> I don't know if I'm a fan of his style shootouts anymore. I don't know how you can say that. What don't you like? It's, I mean, it's literally, yeah, like a shoot 'em up, just bull, just so many, just bullets. And I, I'm, I'm wondering if now, if I'm more of a John Wick type, what where every, like, bullets oh, are purposeful. Fuck off. And, you know, and they go, I mean, there's so many just like where bullets are flying. And, I mean, I get the, the presence of it, the, gra- the grandness of, of his, of you John Wick's like, style. I'm going to say a word. You don't like the, you don't like the chaos i guess i i guess Mm. maybe i don't i used to Mm -mm -mm. i used to i used to enjoy it but now watching this i was just like i was just like how did you miss that person you're shooting right at them and you shot how many bullets and all you're doing is shooting you know what i mean or like the at the end where you know know he was just like popping off like guns and i was just like you just shot this dude like 10 times was that was that necessary 10 times in the gut i was like incredible that he does i love that i love it yeah i used to not have a problem with it but now and now i'm wondering now it doesn't seem like i enjoy it as much what about you cyrus are you a fan of these style of uh of shootouts or do you think they're a bit silly i am a fan however i guess michael bay is like that too when Mm -hmm. they go for like 10 minutes and it's more of the same right thank you it kind of wears on you Mm -hmm. Mm, no (laughs) no it does not never um i i don't get me wrong i completely understand what you're saying it's just i mean i can appreciate both um john wick style and this style but john wick just i love the chaos of it i just love i mean we'll get into it more later because there's some definite tropes with a john wick gunfight but i love it this um this fight scene they have there's a 
yeah, there's guys on motorbikes that turn up. There's the mummy. Um, they kill the cop, the, the detective lady. Black lady, another black lady down. Yeah. Well, yeah. I realize the only two black characters in this film get killed. Deaded. Yeah. Um, and Van Damme, or Chance, steals her gun, and then we get we get it all popping off. You uh, know what? What's up? I actually thought that the lady cop was going to be a bad lady. Oh, did you? At the beginning, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That would have been very tropey as well, that she because, works for the bad guy. Because... JCVD uh, was like, "Yo, here's the the badge, or you know, the thing that got the the dog tag." She's like, "You know what? Thank you. I'll take care of it." And I was like, "You son of a bitch!" Yeah, yeah. He's oh, not gonna take care of it. We forgot something dope during that gunfight, uh, that shootout, um, uh, that sweet sweet kick uh, to that dude in the helmet. I was just about to mention that. Yikes. Um, that it was actually really funny as well. It, it, if you've seen, um. If anyone, if anyone hasn't seen this film, but you've seen Kiss of the Dragon, if uh, the moment where Jet Li kicks the billiard ball or pool ball at, the, at that guy, Jean-Claude Van Damme does that exact kick, but he actually hits someone in the face with his foot, um, a motorcyclist. Kiss of the Dragon, great movie. Should watch that again. I yeah, that I definitely watch Kiss of the Dragon with you. Do we own it? Mm-hmm. Not on Blu-ray, though, right? On DVD? I think on DVD. I don't think we own it. I don't see it in your DVDs. Let, oh, me, check my, let me check my... Uh, DVDs. I, I got it. <laughs> oh, if, I know I had it on DVD, so if it's not there, it's because you got the Blu-ray. By the way, the reason that's funny is because Cyrus owns probably Zero. one DVD. <laughs> yeah. You know what's very funny is I probably, I probably have twenty-five. Oh. But I own one or two. You borrowed the rest. <laughs> Through means. Okay, got you, got you. We don't <laughs> have Kiss of the Dragon. Oh, I wow, I that's shocking. I'll buy it. I'll buy it on Blu-ray. Um, anyway. We, should, we won't do it for the podcast, but it's definitely a film we should revisit. Um, yeah, he hoofs a guy in the head, and it's so funny. Um, he's on a motorbike, this guy, and his motorbike goes crashing to the ground. And there's bits of seat coming off. There's bits of a wheel going off. It's getting fucking wrecked. And then Van Damme gets on it, and it's impeccable. Right. <laughs> it's like he just bought it from the shop. <laughs> it's absolutely perfect. Um, but again, you know, not complaining about it. It's It's silly, but it's fine. So he hops on the old motorbike. And he, uh, he goes after the bad guys. And then we get the moment that I think everyone has seen in this film. Even if you haven't seen this the, film. The motorbike surf? Yes, yes. And I will stand by this, right? It's a very silly moment. Oh, you want to speak? What's wrong? Oh, no, no, no. I'm stretching. Oh, you're and stretching. My oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, the booster? The yeah. booster's hurting you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a very... Bitch. Do you know what? I had I had a lot of muscle aches from the booster earlier. I've only got a little bit now. It's still hurting a little bit. Yeah, I was great, but now slowly my arm is starting to bug me. Um, anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, so it, he's, everyone's he, seen this moment. He surfs uh, He surfs on this motorbike. Uh, he stands up heads, on the seat, right? Yeah, stands up on the seat. like he's And basically it looks like he's surfing on this yes. moving motorbike. Uh, doing, you know going head-on uh with an suv while shooting at it right while shooting at it oh at some point the gas tank on his on his motorbike gets shot at so like gas is coming out of it so he surfs it straight into this car does this leap over this suv uh lands on his feet turns around and just starts shooting and shooting at it until it blows up yeah like an enormous explosion and i will say right 
This scene is, uh, imagine, imagine Van Damme on, he's literally stood up on a motorbike shooting guns at an uh, an oncoming SUV. Mm -hmm. It's so silly, but for some reason. It works. It works. It works. And it doesn't bother me. I was just like, oh yeah, this is great. It It didn't bother me either. I mean, it's absurd, but yeah, it didn't bother me in the slightest. Yeah. Congrats to the stuntman, by the way, who did the leap, because it's a hell of a stunt. Yeah. Very good stunt. Lands on its fucking feet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's really, really good. Uh, it's yeah, it's an insane scene, but for some reason, just within the context of the rest of this film, it's just bloody good. It just looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's n- <laughs> there's like moments where things blow up in this film, and they shouldn't blow up, but they do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now him and J C V D and Yancey Butler are now on the run. Now they're the ones being hunted. So and they end up in Zabayu. I think it's safe to say this is where the film kicks off, right? This oh. is where film start, like, oh. it starts really yeah. going. When, like, a bunch of shit starts going down. Yeah, because, um... Yeah, yeah, I got some, uh... I got some interesting things to say about... So, basically, they're running from the bad guy, yep. the mummy, and the henchman. Yeah. yeah, through the bio. A bunch of people hunting them now. And then we get one of the craziest scenes <laughs> I, I will say in cinema history and i and i mentioned it because i va- as, as they were walking around in this bayou and i remembered from our first viewing and so i looked at sean and i was like i was like sean is this the part where something happens with a snake and by god it does happen it sure indeed does so what was that snake punch yeah yeah uh, there's a snake i can't even i'm not even gonna describe the whole thing because the setup to it is crazy long story short it looks like chance is gonna kiss yancey butler and he's not gonna kiss her instead he grabs a snake that's right, about to a, bite her yeah and a rattlesnake he knocks the snake out by punching it in the well, face first he slaps it on the head like stop it <laughs> well that's what bruce lee does in enter the dragon as oh well. really that's the way you control snakes you slap them Oh. That's a that's an actual method. That seems insane. Yeah, apparently if you slap a, a snake on top of its head, it like calms down or like yeah, I believe it's a method. It seems like that would be the opposite. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> that not would the do case. the exact because Bruce Lee does it as well. Uh, okay, yeah. so yeah, so the slap didn't work. So then he, he fucking punches it, punches a snake in the face <laughs> and knocks it out. <laughs> I don't, and then bites off its rattle. He literally Th- puts the, the rattle big- of the snake in his in between his teeth and rips it the fuck off. If you would okay, t- hold on here. Yes, sir. Yeah. We watched two different movies. What? What? No rattle for me. Oh, you must have watched a cut version. Oh yeah, Amazon baby. Oh, I thought the Amazon version was uncut. Oh, oh we in, watched in the, the uncut Blu-ray. version. He bites off the rattle of the snake. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Also, yeah. there's no rattlesnakes aren't in trees. Oh, that's true. Rattlesnakes oh, yeah. aren't in trees. Do they not? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. This one is special. If you would have asked me, like, if you would have shown me a scene where Van Damme knocks out a snake with a punch and said something crazy happens next, I bet you don't know what it is. I would never have guessed. <laughs> I would never have guessed that he bites the rattle off a snake. Yep. Um, and then he sets it up as a booby trap. Yeah, in the uh, in the tree to to bite one of the bad guys, yep. and it does bite one of the bad guys in the face. Yeah, in the face, and Lance Henriksen then kills that bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, the snake bit is is fucking brilliant. Also, she said, "Right, I don't understand this." She goes, "Is it dead?" And Jean-Claude Van Damme replies, "Not, hardly. not hardly." Oh, 
Not hardly. I don't know what that means. Huh. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Not hardly. I, um, I, I don't know. Anyway, that doesn't doesn't really mean much because uh, he heads off and then we get the master of diabetes himself, <laughs> Wilford Brimley. Mr. Wilford Brimley. Yeah. Who's Dude, fucking- if, I didn't, if I didn't read the credits, I would have no idea that was him. Oh, yeah. I mean... I don't know. He looks pretty Wilford Brimley, but yeah, he, he he's doing a great job in this film. Oh yeah, he's got the. Uh, I'm loving his. I was loving his Nolan's accent. Oh, the accent is nailing. Na- accent. Are you joking me? No, loved it. It sounded really that good. That accent is terrible. Oh, I thought it was. You're terrible. I thought it was spot on. I thought it was good too. Oh, no, it's so bad, dude. Well, Cyrus knows better than us because Cyrus is a master of accents. He knows a lot about accents. That's true. So I already <laughs> I liked it. I, liked I did it. too. Although when we're introduced. To Wilford Brimley, he is making moonshine mm-hmm. in in the back uh, back garden in mm-hmm. his back garden, and he says this line: <laughs> "Good whiskey makes jackrabbit slap the bear." Yeah, he says that after drinking a little bit of whiskey. I don't know what jackrabbit slapping the bear is. Um, it sounds like a sex maneuver, but uh, no, it's like uh, it's like you you gain confidence, liquid courage. Oh, Boost, yeah. it gives the jackrabbit enough courage to slap, slap the, the bear. bear. You're like, turn around, you're like, bitch. Oh, I'm a fucking <laughs> moron then. Oh, I didn't get that at all. Oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm absolutely stupid. Um, So we get a bit of uh, chance meeting up with Wilfred Brimley and they, you know, they've got a relationship mm-hmm. going on and they know each other. It's his uncle. It's his uncle. I didn't even know that. I couldn't even remember that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's got He's got Chance's favorite shotgun stored away. That he, like, lovingly gazes at. Yes. JCVD lovingly gazes at the shotgun. Yes. And, um... (laughs) The next moment is kind of crazy. Because, um... The bad guys roll up to Wilfred Brimley's house. And in order to get the bad guys away... (laughs) Wilfred Brimley literally blows up his own house. Yep. (laughs) Yep, sure does. It's so funny. It's Breaks like, some dynamite and, yeah. and yeah, sets the whole thing, just blows it to smithereens. And then me saying, what I'm about to say doesn't doesn't do this justice, right? It's, so Will Brimley basically, yeah, he does, uh, it's a booby trap um, and he blows up his house and he sets a fire and he kills a few of the bad guys by setting them on fire. Lance Henriksen then does the funniest thing in this entire film. Do you remember the moment where Lance Henderson just randomly trips up one of his henchmen? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it makes I actually up. rewinded that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was so angry that they got away that he's just like... He performs like a judo trip. All right. That was actually... Like, I that, remember that. He did a, I was he just did like, a really it. good job. He did. Yeah, he did. It was, yeah, was really, really like, good. Oh, shit. Yeah. He is mad. He's tripping up his own it made me laugh out loud i i found that very funny i don't know why it doesn't do it justice like you need to watch the movie and see that scene it's so funny yeah so yeah. they end up tracking jcvd to this like it, look, it looks like a warehouse where they store like floats so i'm assuming like floats for yeah it's strange maybe like for mardi gras or something when they first go in it looks like a just a uh, like a factory of some kind but yeah, then but they floats. go to the float spot but yes i absolutely mardi floats gras were hideous floats. They were hideous. I think they're meant to be, though. Oh, are they? I think so. I've I, never been to Mardi Gras, so I've never seen them. No, no, them. no. I don't mean that. I think there's something... 
later oh, that they're purposefully like ominous or gross looking yeah i think it reflects lance henriksen because later on there's like a scene where he's yelling and it's showing all these demonic looking floats oh that's true i did think one of them i was like one of them has fangs but then i was just like this is new orleans this is where anne rice has her book so then i was like of course there's gonna be a vampire one. Rest, rest in peace anne rice by the way oh yeah she just died recently died this week yeah yeah um so i so i thought that so then you know because at first i was just like why does that one have fangs but then i was just like okay maybe if, it's if anyone's supposed to. asking do we get any doves in this film uh the answer because john woo's obviously trope is or john woo's i should say signature is doves i will say we There's only get one we get one dove but we do get some pigeons later on mm-hmm. um yeah just one dove and it's not even during an john action sequence fucking birds nope. no we get three doves three doves oh i only I saw the one three scenes of doves when the did we one see in, the one in jcvd's apartment yeah where are the others with the pigeons doing some sort of kick sometime there's another oh. something something somewhere at least three <laughs> dove scenes i swear interesting okay i i remember pigeons but i don't remember doves but i will yeah. definitely I take your way through here's my notes john woo dove yep. again Oh, oh okay. that's all. That's all. That's his main thing in every single movie. Okay, gotta have those birds. Yeah. Um. Do you know what they? He says they are. They like represent the purity of the main character, and sometimes they represent like his soul coming in. Like maybe he's done some bad stuff, but his soul is is becoming more righteous. Don't care for it. I love it. What are at you talking least about? not all. You're a hate. At least not in every single movie. Every yes, it must. Mm. If John Wick Motor- had doves in there, I would like that dubs. too. Yeah, a lot of motorcycles. And slow-mo. And slow-mo, yeah. And if you ride a motorcycle, you have to wear black, and you have to wear a black helmet. And you have to have a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking, of, speaking of the motorcyclist, um, one of Ooh, my... Oh, f- the one who got blew up in the face. It's one of my favorite bits in the film. Yeah. It's great. Jay, it's cool. Yeah, uh... Chance he throws this gas tank at this at the kicks bad it guy. At him. Kick, oh yeah, kicks it at him and then shoots it and it blows up right into this dude's face. And he goes it was great. The the guy goes flying out of a window on fire. See, I just thought it was the motorcycle that the re- that his it. body just is is like disintegrated, and I thought that just and the force of it just blew the motorcycle out the window. Oh, I didn't notice him. I just oh saw the he bike. was on the motorbike. He was yeah. off of it. When when it goes through the window, he's on it. Oh, and he's okay. in he's on fire of course it's a dummy it's not a real stunt man well, sure. but yeah oh, okay yeah that's why it's my favorite bit because he actually keeps the guy on the bike it makes me laugh um yeah i said chef's kiss to that scene because it is wonderful um then we have a moment which you know the the surfing on the bike is a silly moment and there's a few other silly moments in this film nothing beats this one moment towards the end where i was just like oh you're taking me out of it a little bit with this scene the camera just pans over to Van Damme, Chance, and he's just got a pigeon sat on his shoulder. Oh, yeah. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. It was. I, I thought that was a bit daft. Um, Can we talk about Lance Erickson being on fire? Yes. That was him, right? That was okay. all him, right? So, I reading up, uh, or reading, looking for some notes on this film, on the internet, I found a weird urban legend, right? A few, a few websites said this that that was not a real stunt, that Lance Henriksen accidentally got set on fire, and he just went with it. 
absolute bollocks. It's an urban legend. It was a perfectly crafted stunt. Yeah. You can literally see the fire gel in yeah, his yeah, hair yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. That but that was that, that was one hundred percent. Yeah, that was one hundred percent him. And I was just him. like, good on you, sir. Good on the. I tell you, yeah. Lance was having the time like, of his life. He did it like a fucking pro. Just stood there like nothing. Yeah. Have Insane. you ever been? Have you ever been lit on fire and then just got upset about it? <laughs> that's yeah he gets very very angry yeah yeah not concerned not like not con- no yeah. no what not concerned happened, for like, his well-being at all yeah um i find myself doing this sometimes in films i do it in like john wick and other films like other big action films oh you were in those films yes yes uh, <laughs> no no I, I i find myself at the end counting the henchmen because I'm like, oh, I want there to be lots and lots of death in the scene. And I'm, I didn't count exactly how many there were, but I'm always thankful when I see more and more. It's the same with a Kung Fu movie. When there's more and more henchmen, I'm always like, oh, yeah, there's going to be more and more death. And I appreciate that. <laughs> and there were loads. Some random people just turn up in this film, and it's it's great. Yeah. And um, basically, there's, uh, there's a massive shootout at the end, a crazy shootout. And one thing I did notice that in every, no matter where you shoot in a John Woo film, no matter where you shoot, no matter what you shoot, there's always going to be sparks. Oh lots yeah, lots and lots of sparks. Um, at, at one point they're shooting a uh, uh, a float head, mm-hmm. like a, it's made out of like paper, and yeah. there's sparks coming off it. I love it. <laughs> the floats are blowing up. I don't understand that. Yeah. yeah. It's just great. It's, that's why I love John Woo. He doesn't give a fuck. He just wants everything to blow up and everything <laughs> to get shot. One guy gets killed by Van Damme, and it's brilliant. He gets shot literally ten times in the chest and stomach, mm-hmm. then kicked yep. in the face, yes. oh, then shot ten I more times. I wrote that. I was just like, all those body shots, and you know, and it's not bad enough that you have to shoot him so many times, but then you just kicked him in the fucking face, and then shoots him afterwards after he gets shot, uh, kicked in the face. That's it such a waste of bullets um there's a lot of uh guns that shoot 100 bullets in this film as well uh, they do show uh people reloading a lot mm-hmm. but that's after a simple handgun is shot like 75 bullets yeah which is again not a trope that i've ever minded um i think it's uh commando the arnold schwarzenegger film where he basically never reloads in that film and just keeps shooting it's fucking great Wait, um, is that the one where he holds the machine gun and the bullets in his like left hand and then it's like they get longer like for 10 minutes yeah and like each that's scene predator right i don't know what the difference no is. that's commando you're right yeah okay that's commando and each scene the string of bullets get longer and longer <laughs> even though he's shooting <laughs> yeah it's great oh come on i'd love to watch commando again that's great starring a, a young Alyssa milano hey a schwarzenegger's daughter yeah <laughs> stick around that's from predator well I've been in so many movies I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Commando, um, Commando has uh, a moment where he's sat next to a bad guy on a plane and he breaks the bad guy's neck and then the air hostess comes along and she's like, oh, what's going on? And he's like, don't wake my friend. He's dead tired. Oh, dear. Okay, I'll take it. Oh, that's a pretty good one. It's a pretty good I'll one. I'll take it. Yeah. Um... So, in this final fight scene, um, basically, John Woo chooses to give us a face-off moment years before he actually makes face-off. Uh, there's a shot where the t- uh, um, JCVD and Mummy are back-to-back against mm-hmm. a wall, 
and it's That's the f- so cool. Yeah, it's the famous like John Travolta and Nick Cage against the wall shot. I don't know if John Woo's done it in other films. I really don't know, but uh, yeah, he. he it's a great yeah. shot. It's they always reload, a good shot. and then they turn around and just start firing bullets at each other. And once again, nobody gets hit. Yeah. So my question is this. Is Hard Target better than Face Off? No. No. Oh, You'd no. say Face Off is a better film. I mean, Nick Cage is in it, so yeah. Okay. So here's another question for you then. Is Hard Target better than Broken Arrow? No. You prefer Broken Arrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's interesting. John Travolta just, yeah, hamming it up. And Christian Slater. Oh, what about the the Nick Cage the the trailer? Oh yeah, yeah. If anyone hasn't seen, I can't remember what it's called. I can't remember. What it's it's called something either. about the weight of talent or something. I can't remember. But basically, <laughs> Nick Cage's new film. It looks great. Looks fantastic. It's got Nick Cage playing Nick Cage. Yeah. And um, it looks very funny. It looks genuinely it looks funny. Genuinely funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. But me it's, it's it looks great. It's also got. I can't remember his name, innit? The Mandalorian, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't I think of that man's name? I don't know. He's in Narcos that we watch every fucking day. I know, day. right? I don't know. Yeah. I just want to say Raul Julia, but I know that's not correct. <laughs> no, that is most certainly it's, not correct. Although he would make a good uh, Gomez Adams. He would. Yeah. What is his hmm. name? Oh, that's going to bug me. Yeah, he's in the Last of, Last of Us series as well. It's coming out. I don't know either. Never mind. Mando. Um, yeah, Boba Fett starts later this week as well. Um, yeah, so we get a, a just a, a one of the greats um, shootouts towards the end. Uh, just fantastic stuff. Jean-Claude Van Damme's just wreaking havoc. He even holds a gun upside down and shoots a guy, mm-hmm. uh, which is fantastic. Um, and so I don't like... Oh, no, there's a brilliant shot. There's a brilliant shot in this film where Jean-Claude Van Damme jumps through a window as a guy is throwing a grenade through the window. So the oh, grenade yeah. goes in the building and JCVD jumps out. Well, JCVD stuntman jumps out of the building. Right. And the yeah, way... That's the, that, that's the mummy. Oh, he throws the, the grenade? Yeah, and he jumps out and he slides under the table and just gives him the business. Oh, he does. Yeah, he shoots the shit out of him. Yeah, and then that... Oh, yeah, I made a note about that too. He, like, pops, like, 20 bullets into this man and he's still, like, alive enough to... Uh, yeah, to try pull to, another... Yeah, to yeah. try to pull another grenade. Yeah. And I was just like, you just got 20 bullets center mass. How are you still moving? How are you still conscious? You don't want to look for the logic in these films. <laughs> I know, I should I, I, I just put in big capital letters, I just put sparks and unnecessary somersaults. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's a few of those in this one. Couple. Yeah. He does, like, he does like a perfect, like, what's, I don't even know what it's called. It's a gymnast move. Like, it's so funny. Standing, like, twisted somersault or whatever the fuck it's called. Yep. Ten yep. points. Ten points. Yeah, it's great. Um, so, basically, all the henchmen get killed. Lance Henriksen's left. And uh, he grabs Yancey Butler, and then there's. Did am I am I insane for thinking this? But when he says "load me," right, it's a gun, and he holds it out to Lance. Uh, oh, it's sexual. Sexual, right? 100%. Very sexual. Yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, so basically, yeah, Lance Harrison says to Yancey Butler, he says, "Load me," and he because he has one arm on her, so he can't take his hand off yes. of her to threaten her yeah. and load his his special gun yeah and he holds his gun open and she's gun. yeah she <laughs> slides a bullet out of his waistband and then just slips it into the hole excuse me um and <laughs> it's it's all very sexual very yeah. strange um but 
Yeah, basically he doesn't shoot. Oh, um, Jean-Claude Van Damme runs at him, does a, like a drop kick in the chest. Yeah, gives him the business. And I will say this. I was very disappointed with the way Lance Harrison gets killed. Because I love it. Yeah, so JCVD, he runs up to him with this grenade in his hand, um, pops a pin, drops it in Lance Hendr- Hendrickson's pants, and kicks says, him. And says... Oh, shit. What did he say? Hunting season's oh, over. Oh, yeah. Hunting season's over. Kicks him. And, you know, they, like, jump out the way. So, wait. And, before you go any further. Yeah. That's what should happen. He drops it down his pants. He gets booted into this pile of, like, stuff. And then Lance Hamilton should explode. That's what should happen. Hmm. But instead, instead. Yeah, they have a shot of him, like, digging through his pants, tries to get it. He grabs it takes the fuse out th- so you think that he dis- but then that's his thing like he you know he was talking about how Lance Anderson was talking about how he's like invincible and how he can't die and so you get have a minute where yeah you think oh my god he's just you know he saved himself he took the fuse out of the grenade so it doesn't blow up but then there's a spark a little spark and poof yeah I don't like that I don't like the spark I think it lessens yeah. the kill mm. um I think it's much more aggressive if uh, Chance just drops the grenade in his pants and just blows him to shit. Um, yeah. I think it would be way better if he did not get the grenade out of there. Yes, yes, uh, absolutely, absolutely. If it just blew up in his pants. I think it's a bit of a, uh, yeah, not a letdown per se, but it lessens the kill, I think. Also, because I'm a double O agent, yes. the first thing I thought about when someone put something in my pants is stand up. And it goes out the uh, trouser oh, yeah. leg, jean leg. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Stand yeah. up. Yeah, he's he's actually stood up when it happened, so technically it would roll out of his pants leg. That's true. I would yeah. have thought so too. Yeah. Um. So. So that's really the end of the film. Literally, they walk off. They they go to Wilford Brimley, who's been shot um, with an arrow. Lots of arrows. It, Wil- Wilson, yeah. Br- Wilfred. Sorry, I keep calling him Wilson, I think. <laughs> Wilfred Brimley. Uh, he uses a bow and arrow to take on the bad guys. And basically, they all walk off into the sunset and the film ends. Yep. Simple as that, really. After a bunch of dudes get killed. Yeah, but to be honest, I, I yeah, like I said at the beginning, I like this film m- more than I did last time I watched it. Um, it's, it's kind of an action thriller. It's not a flat-out action film. Or would you say it yeah, is? Um, hmm. Does it have enough action beats in it to say this is a solid action film? I think so. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yes. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Do you know what? I think I've been spoiled by the likes of, like, John Wick and things like that. Because hmm. there's, like, an action sequence every fucking five minutes. <laughs> um, although, you know, I still love the likes of, like, Hard Boiled. Although Hard Boiled has a lot of action. Anyway, yeah, doesn't it does. matter. doesn't matter. Um yeah, great film. Uh, if you're looking for a good version of it, um, a 4K version of Hard Boiled has just been released. Hard Boiled or Hard Target? Oh, fuck, Hard Target. <laughs> uh, yeah, they've just released it on 4K and everyone's kind of raving about how good it looks. So uh, if anyone's watching or picking up 4K releases, might be worth scooping that one up. Uh, should we jump immediately into listener questions? Yeah, I have, I have plenty of them, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say some of them are pretty good. Yeah, buddy, pretty Thank good. You God. Okay, so um, from Comic Candlelinks, for all of us, what important topic or subject do you think you are most ignorant of? Politics. Oh, nice. <laughs> 
Just politics in general? Yeah. Okay. Like how, yeah, I, I'm still unclear of, yeah, how they work. Like, I know they're like House representatives and there's Congress and yeah. all these other, like, what did, I don't know what any of them do or how, yeah, no. Yeah, so politics. Politicians are the, are like, are how our whole government works. I just know there's a president and a vice president and there's some, yeah, some senators and some governors. Some people in between. Yeah. I think that's a good one. I think I could, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to steal your answer. I've actually got another answer, but and I would math. agree. Uh, politics, I'm terrible at. Um, I know nothing, especially American politics. I know nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, I don't know anything about British politics either. But yeah, I think one of the ones I, I'm going to tread lightly here because I'm not super, super ignorant of this. I just wish I knew more about it. I'm not very good on, I don't even know how to word this. I guess. I'm going to say, oh no, not gender politics. I mean, I'm not very, I'm very, not very knowledgeable of, like, the trans world. The trans world and, like... Um, or, or you mean, or, or, or even, like, or the non-binary? Non-binary. I'm not very good gotcha. with, with that. And even I would go away from gender and I'd even go towards sexuality. I'm not very good. I don't really get... I, I get... I, I don't want to... I don't want to make myself sound ignorant. Like, pansexuality, I grasp it, but I kind of don't in a way. And asexuality, like, asexuality, I'm so ignorant of because uh, it doesn't fathom. I, I can't fathom it in my head and things like that. Like, trans, obviously, there's trans people. And if a trans person now um, uh, identifies themselves as a she rather than what they used to be, then I'm fine with saying she, and that's fine. But I just think that. I don't want to say that world because that world is their world. I just, I haven't had a, enough experience around trans people to really uh, know what they go through, um, what type of struggles they face and things like that. And I want to be a, what's the word? I want to be ally. a ally. Thank you. I want to be an ally and I consider myself an ally, but um, you know, I, I think I would, I, I'd like to have, <laughs> sounds so stupid, but I'd like to have more, um, conversations with like trans people and kind of understand what they go through and things like that. Okay. What yeah. about you, Cyrus? Well, I'm a racist, so <laughs> I'm just hoping to learn about not being a racist. Um, politics is huge. I don't understand yeah. anything yeah. about politics. I don't understand anything about being an adult, <laughs> which includes taxes. Insurance, health Ooh, insurance. that's a good one. Health Taxes insurance. I never understood. They scare me, which is why I pay other people to do it. Yeah, I mean, I've never done my taxes. I don't understand how that works. Don't, uh, say, well, don't say that on a podcast. <laughs> no, I mean, my taxes have He been doesn't done. do them himself. Oh, he doesn't, he doesn't yeah, do them himself. he's along with us. He has other people take care of it for him. It's the same with all, and then every year when it comes, I'm, I'm going to hijack this a little bit, but when it comes to like um, registering um, or enrolling in my health insurance each year, there's so many, like, like there's so many aspects to health insurance that sometimes I'm like, do I need this? Do I need like this little thing or do I not need it? And I get stuck on those a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I mean, I think me and Sean are in the same boat. We don't understand uh, American geography. Like, <laughs> we don't understand how to get from one place to another place. No clue. No clue. And uh, I have a car and I can drive. So, 
I understand. Like Sean's Sean Sean is more of an he excuse. Doesn't have a car. He doesn't have a car. He doesn't drive. Though to, I, though it is sad. Here, his sense of direction is not very good. Awful. I'm from here, and I don't know how to get from place to place. Cyrus, where where you're sat at in your in your house right now? Do you know which yeah. way is north? Uh, I'd have to look at the moon. Okay, I've got no idea which way is north. Oh yeah, I don't know that either. Oh okay. Well, also, I think I was just trying to be. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck was north. Oh okay. yeah, I don't know that shit. If either. I looked at the North Star, I don't know. I've, um, for, oh wait, hold on, hold on. Sun rises in the <laughs> the sun rises in the east. In the east. east. So let me see. East. Never eat slimy words. <laughs> Boom! I'm facing north right now, cuz. Okay. <laughs> okay. We uh, for for all those listening, we all live in Maryland. And from my apartment right now, if I got in the car with Devin, I could not tell you how to get to Virginia. Wouldn't have a clue. You go, you go, you go down. <laughs> Wouldn't have a clue. I didn't know it was down. I didn't know it was beneath us. Oh, yeah. yeah Virginia I'm, is south of us. No of idea. Maryland. No idea. <laughs> no 270 idea. south. What's above us? New York? Yes. What, the state immediately above us? Yeah. New- Philadelphia. That, um, Pennsylvania. 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 I yeah. just said Philadelphia was a state, so <laughs> let's not get into that. Yeah, I think there's a few things we're obviously not very. I, I have. I feel really bad for the one I said. I hope I didn't come across ignorant. Uh, yeah, oh. I, I wasn't trying to be. I just wish I knew more about that. Um, okay, so let's. We have uh, two more questions from this person. One for Devin and me, and then one just for you, Cyrus. Hello. All right, so for Devin and Sean, I got engaged in early 2021. Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, what would you say makes a good marriage? So, um, that's a very yeah. good question. <laughs> I, I, I feel like with when it comes to me and Sean, I felt like early on, we were very uh, upfront about our expectations or, you know, our or our wants when it came to uh, being in a relationship. And those haven't changed, which is very helpful. Mm. Um, uh, very much communication. Uh, very much, you know, patience and, and understanding. But just in general, just, you know, being loving and supportive <laughs> and communicating quite cliche though i know but it's true though but also i feel like i feel like the biggest part of it is you know even early on when we were dating you know we we talked about what our expectations were and what we wanted out of uh out of a partner and what we wanted out of a relationship and that hasn't changed i feel like those those essentials um we still very much uphold and believe in them and we're changing and luckily we're changing together yeah that's where i was uh, gonna kind of piggyback on on yours a little bit you're absolutely right everything you said is exactly right and don't by all means me and Devin are not the kings and queens of marriage we, yeah we have not, a good yeah, marriage we're not perfect we're good but we're not perfect and i don't think any marriage is yeah i would say as well off the back of talking about things and being like understanding that you have to keep the lines of communication open also understand like the negative side of that a little bit in that you do have to sacrifice yes. for each other you have to meet eye to eye and that does involve sacrifice as well small sacrifices nothing never anything major if it's something major you've probably got problems but small sacrifices yeah. you know it, it could be anything it could be for example i mean this is a stupid little one Devin does the laundry, I do the dishes. And I don't want to do the dishes. 
I don't want to do that. But it's just like you have to sacrifice. You have to go. Look, let's meet eye to eye and well, let's that, agree yeah, on something. That started simply because one day I asked you to do laundry and you said you didn't want to, <laughs> well, and you said true. that yes, you said you hate doing laundry. Yeah. So then we, so then I was just like, fine, if you know if you don't ever want to do laundry, then I don't ever want to do well, dishes. Okay, maybe that was a, a bad a bad example. <laughs> but, but that's but something. Yeah, there's small like if you are if you are an overly emotional person and your your wife or husband is an overly logical person you have like us which one is which one of you has to bring the logic down and get a little bit emotional and one of you has to rein the emotions in and get a little bit logical right it's just you have to have that meeting in the middle and again we're not perfect we're definitely not perfect i think also just um like remember make sure that your marriage doesn't become a business Remember to still remind each other that you do love each other and that that person is important to you, the most important thing to you, and that you're the most important thing to each other. And still have fun. Yeah. I feel like so much of it, especially, you know, the older you get, the more responsibilities you have. You can get weighed down by those, yeah. you know, those adult, like, That's responsibilities. Why I say the and adult, yeah, exactly. Yeah, those adult kind of expectations. Don't make it just bills and, and health insurance yeah, and taxes. And, and I think you should still absolutely just, you know, amongst all that, still have fun. Yeah, and my last note on this is a uh, oral sex helps. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, it doesn't. It's awful. <laughs> um, okay, question. I hope that helped. I mean, we again, we yeah. we just we we've been married to almost three years. Yeah, but, but we've, we've been together for a long time. Oh, we've been together thirteen years. years. Well, no, ten years. Yeah, ten years. Yeah, ten years. So yeah, we know a thing or two. Hope so. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting divorced next month. <laughs> Cyrus's uh, question. Cyrus's question. Cyrus, you get $10,000 for every 30 seconds you last in the ring with these fighters. Yeah. How much money are you getting? Yeah. Um, it says all fighters are at their peak apart yeah. from the last one. And I'm going to say something. I'm going to add an addendment. Comic Candlelicks, I hope you don't mind. I'm going to add a little addendment to this because me and Devin were discussing it a little bit. Cyrus, you have to engage with the fighter. You can't just run away from them. Can I I do an addendum? Yes. (laughs) Could I be peak Cyrus? You're peak Cyrus. Okay, so this is like three years ago. Yes. Yeah, okay, and I yeah, think, <laughs> and I feel like your addendum is important because when I heard this question, I was just like, "Oh, I would just continually dodge them just yeah. to try to rack up as much money as I can, as I can." Yeah, I would just be running all around that ring. So remember, ten grand for every thirty seconds, and your first Ooh, fighter baby. is Conor McGregor. Fuck. <laughs> How long do you think? Are you reckon you're even getting ten grand? Oh, thirty seconds. I'll just tackle him. <laughs> or try to. <laughs> and then he immediately puts you in a submission. And then, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, so I'll just kind of be a little silly. I'll be like, "Hey, man, I know how to punch." Okay. And then, and then I'll try and scoop him up. Yeah. And then, and then he'll probably kill me. So I don't know. So you think you might last thirty seconds with McGregor? <sighs> Damn. I'd say, I'd say maybe. Well, here's the thing. It's all psychological, right? Because he knows I suck. Let's say he doesn't know that you suck. Let's say he has no prior knowledge of you. Like he's like my record's like fifteen and two. He's like, okay, this guy's not bad. Yeah, exactly. 
Well, yeah, I can last 30 seconds because he'll just, like, fuel me out. All right. All right. That's 10 grand for you. I don't think you're lasting more than a minute, though. No, you're no. right. Yeah, no. I'm going to get, as they say, sunned. <laughs> I think um I think these uh fighters are going to get tougher and tougher because <laughs> oh, the next Lord. the next fighter is Anderson Silva. Uh zero. <laughs> zero dollars. Okay, zero dollars. Um I think the next one might be the toughest one. I'm not sure. Mirko Krokop. Uh I have to pay him 10 grand. Okay. <laughs> now the next one is interesting. The next one is Bob Sapp. I can't run. You have to engage to a degree. Although everyone runs from Bob Sapp, that's how they beat him. Maybe if I just like hula hoop him, just like dance around him. Yeah, yeah. I'll like go through his legs and stuff. Also, keep in mind that Bob Sapp, if you punch him once, he goes down. Yeah, but I mean, you punch him once, you have to be a UFC fighter to do that. True. Uh, Bob Sapp, Devin, is. How tall is Bob Sapp, you think? I'd say at least 6'5". Oh, dear. 6'5", and he weighs about... Almost 400 pounds. 400 pounds. Oh, my. He's an enormous man, but he's very well known for having a glass chin, and then you uh, hit once, and he goes down. But if he punches you, your head comes off. He oh, did. no. Oh, yeah. He gets... I think I, I think I, you, I lose. I think you could <laughs> dance around Bob Sapp, and I think you could de- get 10 grand out of him. Maybe if I, like sweep like just get around him and hold his belly yeah exactly just hold on for dear life and i like i could jump on him like a rhino yeah <laughs> exactly you've got two more fighters left the next <laughs> the next one is the most interesting one rose oh. rose Yunes. is that how you say oh, see that's a good one fuck <laughs> she can throw so much heat so fast yep but she also she also weighs a lot less than you. She's like a dollar fifteen, right? Yeah, something around that, I imagine. I think I could get maybe a maybe a minute. Maybe a minute with her? Because all, all all I'm doing is wrestling. I'm just she could punch me in the face. I don't care. Um, if anyone I don't know how to punch. If anyone listening doesn't know who Rose is, she's maybe one of the best female UFC fighters in the world today. Yeah. Yeah. If not. If not the best. <laughs> I would just go, I would say this, don't, 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 and I would, <laughs> I would tackle it. <laughs> Safely. I don't want to hurt anybody. Yeah, you've definitely got more weight on her, so you could definitely tackle and see what you can do, but she might, well, yeah, she has to have the strength to put you in, yeah, that's interesting. I wonder. I, I feel go, like it, I feel like if yeah. she if she is one of the best, just because she's a woman, I think if she can get you in a submission, yeah, she'll probably. Th- there's a strong possibility that within seven seconds she'll kick Cyrus in the chin and knock him out. Or that, okay, exactly. yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's good. She's she's very good. Okay, the last oh, one, one. The last one uh, is today's Mike Tyson. Get wait, you said in, wait, but in the question he said is in their prime. It says in the prime, apart from the last one. Oh, apart from the last one. Today's Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson will send me to my grave with one punch. It doesn't matter if it hits me. Yeah, he'll send you to the, the fucking the moon. Wind, yeah. The wind from one of his punches will send me into the next dimension. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they say when you get older, your speed goes, but your strength increases. <laughs> so if he punches me, I'm dead. So out of all those six fighters... Cyrus may walk away with 30 grand. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I'll walk away with... 
I won't walk away. Right. Yeah. You won't walk <laughs> away with your life. You'll accumulate. Yeah. Um, good questions. Thank you very much. I appreciate those. Yes, thank you. And congratulations again. Um, Cash Jaber asked, I think it, I don't know if this question was directed at me or all of us. I'm not sure. And he just says, opinions on the Mad Max films. Um, just for this question, Cash Jaber, I watched Mad Max 2. Because you asked this, I watched Mad Max 2. That film is fucking garbage. Well, it's is awful. Beyond Thunderdome 3? 3. three. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I tried. I mean, obviously, Fury Road is bomb. I tried watching the very first one. I got maybe 20 minutes, and I was just like, not for me. Yeah. I am not I am not enjoying this at all, and I turned it off. I will go, like, I, I, the second one's terrible. I hated it. I hated it. The first one, I remember not being good. The third one, I remember liking quite a lot. But that's because I did grow up with that film, watching it a lot. So it may be nostalgia. Hmm. And then I'll just say Fury Road is one of the best action movies of the last 10 years, 20 Fury years. Fury Road is great. Fury Road is fantastic. Really, really good. Um, I won't spend much time on this question because, you know, we probably don't like all the Mad Maxes, but the last one is great. Fury Road's fantastic. But I'm not a not a fan. Like, I know they have a cult following. I am not part of that cult following. Uh, MoherCam524 asks us um, a bunch of questions, actually. Um, first one, what would each of you do for a Klondike bar? <laughs> um, what would you do? Is that, is that an ice cream sandwich? It's like, it's ice cream wraps in like a chocolatey shell. Oh, chalk ice is what we call them in the UK. Oh, really? Chalk ice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I would, I would pay a reasonable sum. I'd pay a dollar fifty. Yeah. I mean, probably. they're not, yeah. I'd murder one I mean, right now. I can afford, I can afford to purchase one. Yeah. I'd steal an old woman's walker. <laughs> no, I would good. still choose though. I mean, granted they are good. I would still go for a classic ice cream sandwich over a Klondike bar. I I definitely go for an ice cream sandwich. I prefer mm-hmm. ice cream sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But that's not the question. True. What would I do? What's the extent of what I do for a Klondike bar? Probably not that much. Yeah, to be I'd honest, I'd pay the price for it. I would probably set How about a- this and then say thank you, good sir, and walk Let's out. Let's make it a little tastier. Yeah, <laughs> you're on a desert island and you haven't eaten or drank water for three days. Yeah. What would you do for a Klondike bar right there? Hmm. I would say, uh, how long haven't I eaten or drank for? Well, the important one is water. So three yeah. days, no one. Then yeah, you're. Let's say food two weeks. Who gives a shit? Yeah, you can last. You can last longer without food than you can without water. So I am. I am deathly thirsty, and I am very hungry. And someone comes to me and says, "Look, I've got a Klondike bar for you. What are you gonna do?" I will be quite honest with you. I would probably give a lengthy hand job. <laughs> to whoever offered me the Klondike bar. I think I'm comfortable yeah. saying that. Nothing more than that. Yeah, I would punch that person in their nethers and take it. Oh, you get violent. Probably. Oh, okay. Wow. Interesting. I would I would set a, sm- a reasonably sized fire in a church. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few by <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A small yeah, pile of Bibles. I'd go, yeah, I'd go. I'd do that too. I'd go along with that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A few other questions, Sean. What is your favorite Outcast album? Um, it's a Quemini. Uh, I, funny enough, after you asked me this question, I listened to AT Aliens uh, from start to finish, and I wondered whether that might be my favorite, but a is better. Um, 
Southern playlist at Candlelack Funky Music is good, but it's their early album and it just doesn't quite hit as hard as Aquemini. And then everything after Aquemini can... <laughs> oh, it's not bad. I, I love um, Stankonia, but yeah, Aquemini is better. And I do love Outkast, by the way. They're probably top three hip-hop groups of all time for me. Hmm. Um, and he also asked, uh, and in Kung Fu... Bleh, and in Kung Fu Cinema Hell, what do you think is the one movie that plays on repeat? What, in Kung Fu Cinema Hell? Mm-hmm. Black Mask 2, probably. Can't that think. bad, huh? Yeah, it's awful. It's okay. absolutely awful. Though it probably wouldn't be. It's probably one of those really, really shitty kung fu movies that you find on like a 50-pack of kung fu movies and the fighting's awful and the dubbing's awful and it's in full screen. And I think it's probably something like that. But Black Mask 2 is a safe bet because it is complete garbage. Uh, Cyrus, if you were ordered to be filmed on broadcast television having sex with one human being of your choice. Jesus Christ. Who would it be? <laughs> with one what? One human being of your choice. Oh my goodness gracious. Wowie zowie. See, I, I, I've got to say, like, having sex on television, it's less about who you're having sex with, and it's more about people seeing you having sex, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to see people. So, see but all I, the so, but I, so I get if you were cool with that, who would you want to uh, be doing it with? Right, because even if oh. I'm having sex with Beyonce, people are seeing me go eh eh <laughs> <laughs> as, I, as I thrust away and my little fat butt is wobbling. <sighs> oh no! So yeah, so I would assume that it would be if you were cool with the the with the whole scenario. Who would you want to? Who yeah. would you Wait. want to be your co-star? Wait, it's not if I'm cool with it because I'm not cool with it. Yeah, you're being ordered to do it, but in this case, it's more of a case of like, I this is terrible, this is awful, but I could make it better by choosing who I'm having sex with. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, because like uh, if if someone said, "Oh, you're having sex with the Queen of England," it'd be terrible. But if someone says you're having sex with Rihanna, it might be you know, oh, it's a little bit better because I get to have sex with Rihanna. Gotcha. It would have to be a, a, one of them porno stars. Really? really? Oh, they right? could kind of they could kind of guide you through it. They could be very in a supportive in a supportive manner to yeah, help I mean, you get through it. To it. Right. Oh, that's true. It's just like it's just know, another another day in the office. Oh, okay. You're you're thinking like very highbrow about this question because you're thinking that's how I mean, the it's a logical other response. person feels. I mean. That is a very good point. You're thinking about what the other person feels, right? You're going. That's how I think, my man. Oh, you're very um. He's a gentleman. Yeah, very selfless. Yes, sir. Okay, (laughs) I wouldn't. I'd be like, who can I have sex with now? (laughs) No, no, of course not. I'm not just like. What if? What if the person's uh, consent is given and you could have sex with anyone? Holy mother of God! Pick one. You can't ask a person that question. <laughs> I can't. So, Devin, There's who would you? There's seven billion people over here. Uh oh. Um. Any one person. Oh dear. You failed. I'd say you. I. That's my answer. You. You failed. Oh, you really? failed me. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. However, oh, I didn't. All I you didn't had to think do is say Sean. you, Sean. Well, oh, Sean, I didn't Sean. think it was as us as 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 married couple. What's ours? Do you want to be seen giving your wife business on TV? Though? No, and neither of us would pick mm. each other. 
If we had, if we got to have sex with anyone in the world, Devin wouldn't pick me, and I Who wouldn't would pick you Devin. Pick? Um. Huh. Who would I pick? Who's who's top notch at right? the moment? Right, exactly. Who would I pick? That's so difficult. It is difficult because, like, I it's like it's like the soup of the day, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's I, you know, there's a lot of like celebrities and people that I find beautiful, like Sanaa Lathan. I find her very attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who is Sanaa Lathan? You know who she is. Look her up. <laughs> uh, Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, I find her attractive. She's beautiful. Yeah, you, you can. Yeah, have, there are lots of be- Yeah, there name. are lots of beautiful people. Luke, Luke, oh, B- Luke Evans. Besson, Luke Evans. Yeah. <laughs> so he wouldn't be gay. Luke Evans is gay. Oh yes, sir. Fuck off. Who is he? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is that Captain America's brother? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Luke Captain Evans is gay. gay. <laughs> now Luke, Luke Evans is the is the um, guy British. from the Hobbit. Um, he's the guy that shoots the metal arrow into the dragon. Oh yeah, the Welsh. Welsh guy. Yeah. I didn't know he was gay. He is indeed. Oh. You told me he was gay. Did I? Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot that he was gay. <laughs> All right, you can't have him. What about Chris Evans instead? You like Chris Evans? Sure, 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 sure. Chris Evans is a very attractive man. Just to say, by the way, podcast listeners, this is something we never ever talk about. Me and Devin, we never ever talk about what celebrities we we have oh, crushes. You don't, have a, you don't have a hall pass. Uh, no, we don't have a hall pass, and we it's never it's, that. it's weirdly <laughs> something that we never speak <laughs> I about. Don't know why? Yeah, n- n- we never go. Oh, that person's hot or anything like that. Even though it's quite obvious that I am not the most attractive man in the world, and that there well, are. I feel like I mean, it's obvious that a lot of celebrities are attractive. Of That's course. a part of their appeal. So, yeah. what, yeah, real, so real I feel quick. it's un. What's the need in saying so? Yeah. Real quick. What's up? Right now, let's say it's twelve at night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's a balmy. Evening. it's yeah. been raining for six hours oh, okay, okay. Um, setting the scene so I, i'm moist i'm mo- i'm clammy my ball sack is so moist right now oh i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> you hear this this is what you hear okay go, what? what is this so you you do undo your chain you open the door okay and then evangeline lily is there and she's dripping wet <laughs> and she un- she undoes 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 <laughs> her umbrella okay he goes, I'm so sorry, my car broke down. And you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's your that's your hall pass. What happens? Well, it, it, so it is so she. I'm alone in my apartment, and she comes in. She's dripping wet from head to toe. Yeah, and she a car's you, broken you down. You offer her safety and assistance. Well, first thing I do, you're wet, love. Let me offer you a towel. Would you like to use my shower? You can use my shower. And, and I've got towels for you. And if she starts using the shower and then she calls me from the shower, Sean, Sean. <laughs> she knows my name by now. I've introduced myself. She goes, Sean. And I knit my head in and it's all foggy and then steamy. And I say, what? What, Evangeline? And she goes, can you pass me my towel? Yeah. All At right. that point, I'm just like, oh, something's going on here. Something's That's going it. on. And um, from then she on. She goes, can you get my back? And then like that's oh it. well that's it now <laughs> yeah I might, I might as well get in the shower with okay it at that point yeah yeah okay i yeah. got someone now go on and uh, uh and more so it's because he uh he just popped it in my head because of recently when I'm we were tense. watching i'm tense henry cavill yeah, oh henry I mean, cavill yeah anyone yeah yeah because <laughs> we just started season two of witcher he's he's an attractive man he is 
Yeah, I would not. And I, he's a nerd. Yeah, he's a bit like of a nerd, a, and yeah. he yeah, and he's a dog lover. His enormous, I believe he has an Akita, uh, and it's very funny pictures of him with his dog. Yeah, he's a handsome boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Henry Cavill, Superman. All right. Well, we didn't answer your question, or Cyrus didn't answer your question, <laughs> but that's okay. I think we talked enough about it. Too, Too many. many choices for okay. him. Okay, he blew his brain. Last question from Mohair Cam. Uh, Devin. Jessica Beale's up there. <laughs> okay, Jessica Beale. Okay, she's a bit. She's become a bit wiry now. Same with Evangeline Lilly. They've become a bit wiry in their old age. What does that mean? I think a little. They're like, not very hippie. No, no. Yeah, they. You know what I mean? They. Yeah, they've come a bit. They're, they're a bit tight and a bit. A bit. I don't know. Wait, I, Less meat on their bones is what I'm trying to say. Less, than when they were younger. Yeah, and I know they didn't have meat on their bones back then, but these days they look a bit. I don't know what the word is. Little unhealthy, like skinny. But back then they at least had a little bit of you know. I don't know. They just. I don't know about that. I don't know that I would agree with I'll you. I'll show on you that. later. I'll show you later. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll send you pictures. Okay. Devon, in hell, what what do you think is the one song that plays on repeat? Hmm. Oh, oh dear. Um, that Friday song. Oh, Friday, Friday. It's Friday. Get out of here. That's a catchy jam. No. Really? That's the worst song that you can think of? At the moment, yeah. That was. Oh, it is pretty bad to hear that on repeat. Mm-hmm. Ugh, thinking about it, that would be quite First bad. First thing that popped into my head. And you just constantly be thinking like, why did she get all this money? Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, she's really famous now, by the way. She's like, she puts out music and people buy it. Like, Rebecca Black is proper famous now. You remembered her name? Yeah. Good. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And she's, I mean, if we're talking about it, she's very attractive oh, these days. Is she? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you know what? I would rather listen to Friday than Barbie Girl. What? Barbie, Barbie Girl. Girl. I'd rather listen to Friday. I do like a Barbie Girl, but... No. Oh, yeah, no. Friday. Bobby Hill sucks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Caleb Bryant 9 asks us, who would win a fight Ooh. between Roy from Shanghai uh, Noon Movie, or sorry, Shanghai Movies, or Carter from Rush Hour? Good fucking question, dude. Huh. <laughs> That's Chris, wow, Rock, uh, Chris Tucker's character. Yeah, I think Chris Tucker's winning. Yeah, I think Chris Tucker. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, Carter is winning. Because um, Roy O'Bannon, he doesn't do any of the martial arts that Jackie does in, in Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights. Whereas Carter does. He fights alongside Jackie. So Well, we're talking about number dose. What? Shanghai Nights? No. Well, in uh, Rush Hour 2, that's when he really Yeah, because they have the sauna fight, right? Yeah, well, we're talking about the first one, right? No, in either one. In either one. In either, either one. Still, the, the, still the through same the person. Collection, yeah, through yeah. the collection of movies. Yeah. All right, I'll give that one to you. Okay, cool. I, uh, also, real quick, we're probably going long, but uh, I tried to watch Shanghai Nights. <laughs> How'd that go? Yeah. And I told you I love that movie. You, you were wrong, weren't you? I was wrong. <laughs> it's garbage. Yep. 
it's so silly yes I'm yeah so, yeah i really i'm so glad that we did not do that i, I am so glad as well like i remember not enjoying it the if, first time around I have to, and so i was fearful of doing it again i don't think we've explained to our again. listeners the reason why we didn't do it i will be honest i'll be full transparency our shanghai noon episode didn't get as many listens as we hoped um, it's not something we count on. It's not something we we you know invest much time in listeners, but or listens. But it just we did, expected more. It and just so didn't seem we like a popular surpri- episode. Yeah, we were surprised that it wasn't. It didn't do as well as we thought it would be, because yeah. it's it's a classic and it's fun. Yeah, and on top of that, um, Shanghai Nights is a a worse film. Yeah, and B, we've probably got a lot of the same shit to say, which probably isn't a whole lot. Yes, so. Um, yeah, we, we won't be doing Shanghai Nights anytime soon. Um, so I apologize to anyone who wanted that film, but yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, the last question is, and this this guy says he won't tell me how to pronounce his name because I keep getting it wrong. <laughs> uh, so it's finite dot a payron. I'm going to say a payron. Can I see it? Yeah, it's the last one there. A pe- finite a payron. A payron. Uh yeah yeah maybe F- fa i'm gonna call you i'm gonna call you sweet fa um listen to the question the three of you are trapped inside a mansion with some axe murderers what melee yeah. weapons would each of you grab from the shed and defend yourself with uh if there's a machete maybe i'd go with a machete machete simple and so it's like a garden shed right yeah i would say so a machete if there's one why would there be a machete in a shed? Good question. That's where you keep your machete. Where else are you going to keep it? But if it's who, have you ever seen a machete a, in a, a machete? shed? Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go for what the or okay garden shears. I don't know. No, that's a terrible answer. Stick, <laughs> look, I, I'm safe to say that a machete would be in a shed. No, where, where, he's right where? though. He's right though. Well then, what are we? We've only got very so little to it, work so, with. So yeah, so probably what a hand or or, or, or a ride on lawnmower. Uh, what's in, what's in, a, a, an axe? What's our are how are is that really a thing? Or oh, this is a if mansion. It, so if there's a mansion, that means there's some fireplaces. So maybe some people are chopping their own okay, wood. Okay, okay. Let I'm going to expand on this a little bit. Let's just assume there's a plethora of hands-on tools that you would find in a house or a shed in a in large this estate. Shed. Yes. So let's say there's a fire poker in there. Let's say there's a an fire axe poker in wouldn't there. be in there. It would be where the fireplace is. <laughs> All right, do what the fuck you want. <laughs> a tire, a tire iron. <laughs> You know what I'd pick? I'd pick a fucking chainsaw because no one's going to come near you if you've got a revving chainsaw. No one's coming close to you. It's scary. It's going to ward them off. My, but my thing is that also draws attention because it's making a lot of noise. Yeah, and if they come yeah. close, I'm like, I've got a chainsaw. You're not going to come near me. If you keep it running all the time, you're going to run out of gas. A chainsaw is wieldy. Is that a good word? You know, you mean un- unwieldy, you mean unwieldy i'm sticking to my first an- my original answer machete um <laughs> they're they can be used for for you know if we're talking about a mansion they probably have a lot there's probably a lot of acres a, pro- uh, a lot of groundwork a lot of gardening and sometimes if some bushes or stuff get unruly Look, a machete I, letting, will be able I, to chop through it i'm letting you have so machete. okay i'm saying machete okay 
Look, I, I want to talk a bit about this, actually. It's very interesting. Um, there's a YouTube channel that I've recently started following, right? If this is, by all means, this is not an advertisement. This guy doesn't even know who I am. Well, um, it's called Hard to Hurt. It's a really interesting YouTube channel. It, oh, you told me about it, It's this. run by this self-defense guy whose, like, main priority is self-defense. He's all about self-defense and not the bullshit, like, women's self-defense, where it's just, like... Uh, uh, headbutt them in the nose, then knee them in the penis, then turn around and run, you know, not the simple bullshit. He's about, if someone attacks you, this is what you do. And it's interesting, his number one weapon to use in self-defense is actually a flashlight. That's what he says everyone should have on them. Not a knife, not a stun gun, not pepper spray, a flashlight. Um, it, a flashlight with high lumens. I didn't even know what lumens were, but basically that's the intensity of the light. Yep. And um, a flashlight that has other things in it, meaning the top where the light is, it's got like little, um, almost like spikes, so you can bludgeon someone with uh, with the torch, a flashlight. And um, it's really interesting. Yeah, he says if you shine it in someone's eyes, they're going to be disoriented, and then you can run at them and twat them in the face. But I still wouldn't use a flashlight. But that, that channel is really interesting. He tests out everything. He tests out all these tasers. And literally, there's a there's a, a video that he does where his wife has a taser in her handbag or, or purse. She's wearing it, and he literally attacks her. And he's obviously not punching her in the face, but he's wrestling her mm -hmm. just to see whether she can get the taser out of her bag and tase him by the time he can, like, pin her to the ground. Probably not. She cannot. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Not yeah. at all. Um, That's my, which is also one of the, one of the reasons, for one, why I don't carry a purse. Yeah. One, um, they can be cumbersome, especially the bigger they are, the more things you just kind of toss in them. And then when you're looking for something, it's harder to find. Mm -hmm. But also, yeah, like, I don't want to encourage, like, people to try to snatch my purse from my wallet. I don't carry yeah. a bag. But yeah, if something's buried in your purse, and most women, if they have a decent size one, there's a bunch of shit in there. Yeah. And yeah, having to be able to dig through it and grab it can yeah i get that she could barely get it out of the purse yeah and then when she did get it out like one time she definitely couldn't get it off couldn't right. couldn't tag him with it right um so yeah the best thing would be something that's on your keychain and you should always have your keys in your hand when you're yeah, he actually leaving, says the best thing is a gun <laughs> well, he says at the end of the day you should have a gun but obviously yeah not everyone believes in carrying a gun around with you anyway i just thought i'd mention that what, what weapon are you using cyrus hammer yeah, I yeah. thought I thought of hammer too. Are you using a claw hammer or like a like a um a, a small sledgehammer? Oh, claw hammer, big, old, big boy. A big boy You're using a sledgehammer? No, no, that's insane. oh no, claw hammer, claw hammer, yeah. Like a like a oh like a mallet? No, like a, a hammer that you can do nails with, but then you can take the nails out. A claw, so a claw hammer, <laughs> a claw hammer, also known as a claw. Hammer. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, a claw hammer. Yeah, claw hammer. Okay, yeah, I, I like the idea of claw yeah, hammers. Yeah, that's a good one too. Nice and lightweight. I like that. Easily wield it to pretend that I'm Hammer Girl from the raid. <laughs> yeah, and that was the last question. That was it for this episode. Thank um, you all for your questions. Yeah, I apologize for the technology issues or technical issues we had earlier. Um, but thank you so much for your questions, everyone. Um, yeah, so next week we're going to be giving you another episode. I'm not sure when we're recording um, because obviously Christmas. Uh, what do you do on Christmas Day, Cyrus? Or do you not want to talk oh, about that shit, right now? Oh, shit, that's right. Next weekend is Christmas. Yeah. 
Oh, what do I do on Christmas Day? You're yeah. gonna be at your at your peeps. You see your family on the twenty fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Parents. Okay. Well, that's the Saturday, so oh, that's when we usually that. record. Um. So we'll have to work out another time to record. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Do Sunday, maybe. All right. Okay, we'll come over to yours on Sunday. Okay. Um, Better get that COVID bullshit out of here. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Don't worry. We're boosted. We're fine. And I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get another test. She's getting another test on Tuesday, so we'll be fine. Good. I'm so glad you guys are. Yeah, yeah, and then and Jesus. yeah, so, so yeah, and so yeah, my last test was negative. Other of my coworkers have also gotten tested. They're coming up negative. So the people, the person and uh, people in question are obviously have not been to work so yeah. it's been fine so we should be completely so yeah safe. so but to be uh extra cautious i will be getting another test awesome uh, um so next week we will probably just putting it out there we will probably record on the sunday which means i will try and get the episode out either sunday evening which is probably unlikely it'll probably be monday i just said probably like eight times <laughs> uh, it'll more than likely be monday when uh next time uh, next episode is going to be released and I will oh, say, oh yeah, you'll be off work, so you can, yeah. So that's right, that, baby. I was literally about to mention, I was like, oh, are you going to get up early before you have to clock in to do it? But I'm yeah, you'll work. be off. Yeah. So next episode, we are going back to the tried and trusted kung fu. We're doing which one? Old school kung fu. We are doing Shaolin versus Lama. Oh, okay. I'm actually. Uh, you've mentioned this before, and yeah. so I'm looking forward to it. Now, as a warning, I will tell you both: uh, Shaolin versus Lama is. Uh -oh does not have the budget of a Shaw Brothers film. Oh, no. Also, Charlotte, So does it look cheap? And well, the version we're going to be watching, it was definitely going to look cheap. It's never had a good remastered version. Oh. Um, it's We're going to be watching it. I will say, I don't like saying this all the time, but I'm going to say it anyway. If you want to watch the film, it's on YouTube. Um, we will be watching it on YouTube. Oh, uh, will we? Yes. Oh, not one of your DVDs or Blu-rays. I do own it on DVD, but... The version I have on DVD is a full screen version, which is a you know square uh, version yeah, yeah, yeah. that cuts off a lot of the fights. Oh, okay. There is actually a widescreen version available on YouTube, oh, so okay. we will be watching that. It's not the best picture quality, but we will be watching that. I will say that Shaolin versus Lama. Before, before we watch this, it is massively loved in the kung fu cinema community. Oh. Um, it is. Universally, so, so Cyrus and I need to be prepared. <laughs> it's universally adored. Um, <laughs> we need to, <laughs> we need to think before we speak. Uh, it features some, uh, uh, some of the some people may say some of the best action in a kung fu film. Okay, but it's like from if I was going to take a swing, I think it's 1982. So your bit, what you're basically telling us is Dev, uh, Devin and Cyrus just. Think go, before go you speak. Go, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I want you to say whatever you want. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting experiment, this one, because I think this is the first film we're watching that really doesn't have the budget and is done by an independent studio and it hasn't got the names. The Oh, no, we did Seven Grandmasters, I suppose. But we, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. So, Shaolin versus Lama. Heard and understood. Yep. Shaolin versus Lama next week. And then uh, the episode after that will be our New Year episode, the first for the year. And I can happily say that the first film we're doing in the New Year, I'm so excited for this, is Eastern Condors. That's another one I've heard you mention. Yeah. So. Directed and starring Sammo Hung. 
Yun Biao, Yun Wa. Yeah, got a whole bunch of people in it. Um, I think you'll find that one quite interesting. So anyway, we will uh, we will leave you with that. Thank you very much for listening. If you have any questions that you want to direct at us, no matter how daft or silly, well, you can tell we actually prefer the silly ones. So any silly questions that you have, to se- just send them my way. I'm foo underscore four underscore thought on, uh, on Instagram. I'm now on Twitter. I am now on Twitter. I am foo4thoughtpod on Twitter. So if anyone wants to follow... Yeah, if anyone wants to follow me on there, I've been uh, tweeting it up with the, with the kids. Um, yeah, and uh, other than that, thank you very much for listening, and we will catch you next time.